Hello, welcome to the Real Point Exchange. I'm Adam, and we may have been drinking for about an hour before starting. So there's your there's your disclaimer. So joining me tonight are well, go ahead and introduce your character while you introduce yourself. We'll go alphabetical. And who's at the front of the alphabet? Uh, okay, that's me, actually. Uh, uh, my name is Jeff. I'm playing Amal. He is a, uh, I believe it's actually a arachnoid synth morph for mm-hmm. uh, Eclipse Phase. Uh, he's a security specialist. And yes, see, uh, Adam is correct. We've been drinking for about an hour. <laughs> I'm on my third beer. As am I. And I am D, and I'm playing Rokuzawa Chi, and I'm your friend. Awesome. And finally, I am Laura. I'm the only sober one, but I seem drunk when I'm actually <laughs> sober. So I am playing Spafa. I'm a Titanian Science Police Inspector, and I will not be issuing any DOI, DUIs tonight. Science Police. Science <laughs> Jail. Yep. I didn't I didn't mention this in the beginning, but we are continuing, of course you all know this, but we are continuing our uh playthrough of the Eclipse Phase second edition game Acrimony. I think that's how it's pronounced. Acrimony. Or at least it's how it's acrimony. Pronounced. Awesome. Well, at this point in my drinking, it's acrimony. Okay, acrimony. It's it's the accent, man. If I fuck it up, they're like, oh it's cute. <laughs> that's always what I say about you. <laughs> oh, thank you. Fucking adorable. <laughs> So we started this game back in January, toward the end, I think like January 25th or something like that. And to date us, it is April 7th. So we're a little fuzzy, and we've got a little fuzzier since we sat down here. So we're going to pick back up with it. So you guys arrived at the asteroid of Kong Young, looking for what happened to Dee's character, uh, Chi. She was supposed to go there to deliver payment to Mary Posa Chin, which is a triad member. So we're just going to you know, pay her back for a favor. And Mary Posa contacted Firewall, Firewall and told them that she never made contact. So Chi has been restored from backup. And along with, um, oh God, flipping through pages, uh, Svafa and Amal. They are going back to try to figure out exactly what happened. And now, in Jaw, don't forget that and, wonderful and, character. Yeah, as I like to call him. But no, that's right. All right. Yes, we have a fourth silent character that was built for the scenario. That is uh, just an AI, just riding around in a Ghost there. Rider mod. Infomorph. Yeah. Info. Info. Yes. So we'll occasionally refer to this mystery player, but. For the most part, I think you, we may not even mention his name anymore. I think he's, he's actually uh, hiding on a, a ghost drive on me. Ghost drive module. Yeah. So basically, he's, he, you have a lanyard with a thumb drive on it, and he's hanging around <laughs> with you. <laughs> so, you know, you thought your job was shitty. <laughs> mm. Back now, to we'll, driver. Now, I need you guys to refresh me because, you know, and for our, well, our listeners, or undoubtedly a little better versus this than we are. Uh, it has been, you checked out the hotel, if I'm not mistaken, to where Chi had um, stayed, but you couldn't find any. It's like the best rest motel and inn, and you couldn't find any information about her there. You started, like, how did the video footage part come up, man? I remember we surveyed the video footage and we found out that I had been strategically edited out on my my exit from a 
uh, tram or public transit had been edited out. Okay. And we found that suspicious, so we went down to the ass end of this asteroid and <laughs> uh, immediately made ourselves known and accessed our cache. And at the time, we found some people who were talking funny, uh, and we had an interaction with them, but did not get any of that funny talk going on. I yeah. seem to recall we did some like decoding on what that was, but I don't remember what the results okay. were. Okay. And we also entered the cache and printed up some ammo, and we did a deal for a demolition charge. Awesome. The part that you're talking about, the guys speaking funny. So getting on the mess, checking the public feeds, hacking around, you did find footage that showed Chi getting on, getting off the train. But with your superior success, you also noted that the footage was has been edited. So you don't have the original, but you can tell just by the way the lighting is and some just kind of anomalies in the footage that that footage had been, in fact, altered. And hey, that's probably what happened. My character probably knew what the catchphrase was and responded with that. And that's probably what got me pinched the first time. The huh. the common response that, that you were, you're thinking of there is when you yeah. arrive at the mines. Of course, the cache was actually located outside of the outside of the mines but there's a group of miners that were walking out and as another group was walking in they said to them and i will butcher it but i will butcher it in a southern accent so it sounds classy yes (laughs) shamsu hiroa yankakashi or something like that and to which the terrified person or walking into the mine responded with il tibzuga is um huma and they just grabbed him by each arm and drug him kicking and streaming into the mine and you're like nope 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 and did not go in there after them you I did look up specifically it's <laughs> <laughs> the phrase that you looked up is nonsensical i do remember we had this conversation as well right. it's right. a combination of different languages and i don't like out of character, like it's never translated in the book. So I ran it through Google Translate one word at a time. <laughs> and it's just it's it's just a mishmash that nonsensical as well as the, the response. So okay. that's where we're leaving off. I do want to kind of run over just a few things just to refresh you on some options that you have. So you have already re- researched the hotel. You've researched the mesh for security feeds. Um, you still have not contacted the triad um, representative, which is Mariposa Chin. Uh, you have not did anything that involved Feijing, which Feijing is the mining company that owns the asteroid. At this point in time, like they've, they're shutting down mining operations, working on another project on the asteroid called uh, fudge, uh, Line Installation. Line Installation, L-I-N-E. L-I-O-N. Oh, okay. And basically what you've gathered for this is this asteroid on the trajectory that it's going on. And this is why there's kind of a fire sale going on and everybody's, you know, getting as much money as they can and getting the hell out of there. This asteroid is getting ready to go beyond known space. And it's going to be beyond known space for quite some time until its trajectory launches it back into known space. So, you know, you assume that uh, line has something to do with you know it going out into uncharted territory, if I'm not mistaken. So transit had, Neptunian, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. 
So those are a couple of the things that I apparently can't find that page now. But those are a couple of the things that you haven't had a chance to do. So kind of starting loose on this here. Um, oh, yeah. You also remember you mentioned the guys beforehand. The individuals that drugged the gentleman off had been identified to you as, I think, confessors. I think we had that conversation last time as well. There's kind of, there's kind of a little um, group of, um, it's just a gang that sprung up on the, on the mining colony called the confessors. So you could actually, if you wanted to do any research. I think we should talk to the triad next. I remember we we're setting up for that before we left. Yeah, let's do it. Agreed. Okay. Okay. So, <clears throat> so you were on the outskirts in the mine. So you're going to be hopping back on the transit system subway train thing, and you're going to be going back into New City. Now, as you go toward the Triad's location, which, of course, I think we also went over this beforehand. Uh, you're actually going to the New City Medical Clinic, which the Triad is kind of working out of right now. It's um. I guess a medium size, as far as this city is concerned, more of a small to medium size, almost looks like an office building. You walk, you walk in the front, the front floor of it there, and I mean, there's a reception area. There's tons of people, not tons, but there's quite a few. I'm when I drink, I elaborate quite a bit. I elaborate, <laughs> I exaggerate quite a bit. Nice. But there, there's several people in the in the lobby. They all look like. Miners, most of them are in beat up Sif Morphs. I'm going to look for whoever looks like a guard. Uh, you don't you don't see a guard. You do see the receptionist, but you also do notice um, cameras going around. You get the impression that while the triad is, um, I mean, it's running, you know, trying to run a legitimate, I can't speak, legitimate business, a push of a button, and you know, you would have somebody to deal with. All right, I'm going to talk to the receptionist. Okay. Uh, yes, uh, may I help you? It's your friend Chi here to see uh, Aunt Auntie Chen. Oh, oh, oh! Uh, Auntie Chen's been expecting you. This way. I'm so pleased. And she just gets up and leaves a, a uh, lobby full of people. You see, man. Let's see. Trying to get to the description of the room here. You're taken down a hallway. You end up going. You hit an elevator. Go down. Looks, it seems, seems like a floor too, and it opens up. This looks like it's more of a storage area, but you also see. So it's open storage, but also an office area. So you see everything from jugs of hydraulic fluid and bits of pieces, uh, extra morphs laying around, to the desk which has um, ashtray on it, a couple of cortical stacks. And sitting behind the desk is a rather short, short, bulky, bald um, security pod morph. And this one is wearing a vac suit. And it looks like it's covered in all types of graffiti and stickers. Oh, quite an operation you have here. I'm so glad that you could uh, join us. And uh, who are your friends? I assume everybody went with. Oh, yes. Uh, their, their protection detail. Allowed, yeah. I seem to have been eliminated in the past. Ah, It's a real tragedy. I'm crying on the inside, I assure you. Okay, are you trying to go for... Is this a check that we're going for here? I'm not going for a particular check, but if you want me to make a check to, to be uh, <laughs> okay, I'm, straight to, the, to, to her, sure. No, what I'm, I'm sorry, I may have misread it. <clears throat> I thought that you were dropping a bomb to 
do a kinesthetic or kinesic or kinesthetic. No, I don't think she killed me. But if she wants to drop, uh, if if you want me to drop to, to roll kinesics to see if she did off me, I'd be happy to do so. If you want to, yeah. Okay, yeah, I've got that in sixty, and I get a forty out of sixty. I don't know what she got. You won't say. You can't say that she's surprised, but you don't see any ticks that would indicate to you of somebody who is perhaps anticipating violence hmm. or somebody that has anything to hide. Well, I, I know we were in contact, and then you were going to meet me, and you never met me. So, and your employers didn't know where you were. So, I, I pray that you are here to make good on our previous arrangement. Absolutely, please uh, peruse my board of fare. I'm going to plop the uh, uh, briefcase down on the desk. Okay. Okay, so she's going to walk up and check it out. And um, she opens it up, sees the... Mm, it's a disassembler's form, if I'm not mistaken. Isn't it, it is. Okay, she sees that. Whew, closes it, grabs the handle, and gently starts pulling it back to her. It's like, well, I'm glad that we, we can uh, make do on business. Is there uh, anything else I can help you with? Yes, there's a there's some interesting activity down at the uh, lion end of the transit system. What do you know about that? With Beijing? Yes, yes. I don't know anything. Uh, I don't know anything about that. Don't know anything. Fe- Fe- keeping a pretty pretty tight lips on this. Um, and to be honest with you, like Beijing allows allows the triad to operate here, we provide uh, quite a bit of services that are above and below board for the miners on this asteroid. And I found it best to not rock the boat. Okay. Will you continue not rocking the boat? Um. So, is there another line of questioning you want to take with her? I'm more asking if someone goes overboard, you will continue not rocking the boat. Yes. Yeah. Definitely. That's this good. is. We're just here to get as many uh, credits as we can before we jet out of here. I've I've died recently, and I need to... There may be a few people going overboard. Oh, well, we do offer psychosurgery for a reasonable rate if you need anything. For me? Yeah, we do do quite a bit of it here. It's like the miners all the time. There's something. I do quite a a bit of it, too. What do you do for the miners? Well... It's the job in this part. Can you give me a persuade row? Certainly. I have that uh, 65. Hope this works. Uh, 39 out of 65. So that's a superior success, is it not? Uh, I don't know. It's, I think it's it's above 33. It's a superior and it's above 66. It's a double superior. I got to get rid of this 3366 rule. <laughs> <laughs> it Can't numbers. It. They I'm, too, I'm too drunk to understand this rule. <laughs> I'm going to be, I will continue to be too drunk to understand this rule. This is not going to, I hope they understand that when I'm playing clips phase, I will be too drunk to understand the 3366 rule. The, um, she pauses. She goes, I wouldn't mention much about this. It wasn't for you mentioning Beijing to begin with, but I mean, look like it's, it comes with the territory when you're dealing with, uh, people doing this kind of, this type of physical labor. It's, um, there's issues with isolation. Sometimes we get people in here with, uh, you know, claustrophobia. But there's just been strange since the get-go. There's been strange things that's just happened on this asteroid. Um, 
Do you ever get anyone in here who talked a lot of shit besides me? No, <laughs> not quite. Maybe, uh, uh, maybe said something about, uh, and I'm going to re, re, repeat the line that I got earlier that I actually can't remember as a player. That's I'm sorry. Fine. That's fine. You, did you do the call and response line? Yes. Uh, no, no, I haven't heard. I haven't heard much about that, but I have. Uh, I think that the, those people that you're talking about, the confessors. Am I? Yes. Yeah, you are. I am. Yes. So, look, I don't want to step on toes here, so I don't. But listen, uh, the confessors, they also like people look to them like there's a police force here, but they're not really in charge. It's the confessors that are in charge. And the community looks to the confessors for help. And I know that the leader of the confessors, Bev, he does a little psychosurgery stuff on the side. And listen, if Bev, like if Bev wants to do that, he's got the people behind him. I'm not going to get in the way of it. Bev doesn't get in the way of my business. No. That sounds like a mistake to me. They should be looking to a pillar of the community like yourself. I, you know, I, I wish they would, but Bev is in deep with them. You know, he's mm. he was here from the very get go, from when all the all the crazy shit happened, and he's just been a rock for everyone in the community since then. I'll have to look into this rock. Maybe I'll need a geologist. <laughs> we thank you very much for your support. We will hey. uh, we'll deal with this in time. Any of uh, any of you, rest of y'all, have anything you want to ask or add before we? So we've got a bunch of like nanobots that can basically disintegrate things, and I'm wondering what would happen if we release that inside the asteroid in the mines. They're programmable, so we can we have to set. Um, yeah, can, material. Maybe we can set with material and so forth. Flesh or rock. It's got it's got an area of concentration field to it too. Sure. So yeah. I mean. You know, you, it can attack a you know twelve by twelve kind of square. I don't know what the actual range is on the December swarms, but. And then my only other question is: um, Is Bev the leader of the confessors? Is he the one that we saw who had the beard? Yes. Okay. Bev, short for Bell Bev DeVoe. Did you have programming? I think. Oh, do I? Let's see here. I have that at thirty-five, so not very much. Okay, my. Oh no, that, I'm looking at Svafa. Uh, I need to look at myself, and I have. <laughs> I don't have that at all. No. Okay. <laughs> I'm allowing you guys to use not y'all like a program. Yeah. Not I, kind of necessary. I, I, I thought someone else had it as well, so we didn't have. Y'all is good at that. We are in the uh, crow. So like, listen, some of the locals. She'll say this in parting. Some of the locals here, like this weird shit happens, and like I deal with it. Bev deals with it, but I mean. Some of, some people think that the place is haunted. Some people think that Beijing puts neurotransmitters out there to fuck with people's heads. Like uh, there is, I wasn't here at the time, but apparently, in the beginning, when they were setting up this mining operation, some miners went crazy and started hurting themselves and hurting others, and everything had to be everyone had to be put down or a good portion of the population had to be put down and resleeved and it's all kind of uh, nda hush hush <laughs> oh, that's what we're here to investigate always it's our agency's job we'll get to the bottom of this and we'll let you know what happened all right that sounds good and just give me a holler if you need anything absolutely thanks so much so to refresh you a little bit on eclipse phase guys as well um, 
you have different rep spots and stuff like that, which is kind of favors. So if you had to call on, you know, the triad to provide something for you, then you would use G rep. Yes. G rep. Cause it ain't nothing but a G thing, baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you can add that. So, you know that, and I, th- I think we'd mentioned Bev before it was looked up, but yeah, Bev's the leader of the confessors. And I'm um, so, you know, you could look, you, you guys could explore that, that Avenue, you could try to, to ground on the mesh, see what you can find on anything. Um, you do have the option. Yeah. You could explore the mines if you want to, you could, um, I think that's not a bad idea. Several different ways. We've made our payment is- here, but we need to get to the bottom of this. We need to I'll tell you what, you know what we should do? We should hold up in this hotel until the confessors are back out in force. The hotel is not really a hotel. Like it's a hotel in pretty much. Yeah, yeah you're on yeah. a one by one by two room or something like that. There's some <laughs> kind of crazy ass dimensions. Yeah. The uh but the capsule hotel hard. or the when, uh, yeah. storage storage closet. The yeah. uh, whatever you'd call it. It's a little bit yeah, it's pretty sucky. Um so you guys can just kind of decide where you want to go through yet. I know we're jumping into this after quite a while. Wait. We're staying in the hotel, but is our spaceship docked? Is our shuttle docked? Mm-hmm. That's probably be better sleeping in the hotel now that I mention it. Uh, what's your uh Savafa? I can't even say it, man. Uh, what was your law kind of like the police kind of skill? I'm trying to figure out. Looking at your character sheet right now. Well, I have. I know detective procedures. Um, I have a uh, high forensics because I've been around a lot of stuff. Okay. The, with the detective procedures at 70%, when it's mentioned that you can stay back at the room, mm-hmm. yeah, you can, but you also have a real pistol and the other weapon that I can't even remember what it was that we smuggled in. Is it another rail pistol or the rail gun? Mm. Real gun. So now, like, you're good. You were good getting off, but now that you got ammo, like, you know, you got weaponry, then you go back in and out and you know you have to go through another security check oh yeah hmm those security checks so so i bring this up to our group and uh just remind them gently how difficult it was to get through the (laughs) security check the first time oh yeah and uh i'm really interested in trying to check out the mines i mean i we're just assuming that Bev and his whole crew are in the mine. So, like, do we want to wait for them to come back in force, or do we want to go, like, basically smoke them out like the rats that they are? Hmm. Do you mean that literally? We could. <laughs> Seems an interesting idea. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna blow up some shit in the mines. But you guys know you're all you're constantly connected to the internet as well. Mm-hmm. I'm always oh. online. I'm so online. You don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm shit posting on Twitter right now. Sp- mm-hmm. Sorry, space Twitter right now. Mm-hmm. So if you want, uh, it's like I say, I just want to you know leave this open. You guys go wherever you want to, but if you wanted to try to, I know, like I can't remember. Did, did you make a note if we actually got maps and shit like that, Jeff? Two minutes ago, he muted and said, "Be right back." <laughs> oh, okay. Well, hold up. That's no he's problem. Doing, he's actually on a beer run right now. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, he's like driving down the road after <laughs> to get more beer. What you didn't know about Jeff is when I said I had had three beers and he had had three beers, that was more of a challenge than anything else. Yeah, you mustn't, say, you mustn't say that in front of him. He'll, he'll take that as a challenge. <laughs> it's like when you show your teeth to a gorilla, three beers. <laughs> no, I'll have twice that is what he said. I heard him. <laughs> I, uh, I think I've probably told the story before, but like one beer, I'm, I'm buzzed. Two beers, I'm definitely drunk. Three beers, I am a lot of fun. Uh, four beers, I don't even know who I am anymore. And five beers, I think cake is spelled C-A-C-K. <laughs> Interesting point. I'm not considered that, but it might be true. <laughs> is this somehow in reference to me? No, me. This is okay. my my scale. You like that CAC? You like the CAC, Jeff? Yeah, is oh. it a CAC? <laughs> I was one of us because I wouldn't have gotten another beer. <laughs> you know, it's all good. You know. <laughs> I was, was going to tell the guys <laughs> that uh, one time I drank a pint of whiskey one night. <laughs> that was a really bad night, guys. Oh, dry. boy. I woke up between a mattress and a box spring. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. oh yeah, I didn't mention uh on my sixth beer I'm dead. So. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, it's a it's that drunk that you get to where, you know, you're hanging out with people you've known all your life or you went to school with and you're drinking, you're like, Man, they're a pretty good looking person. I wonder why I never drank I never asked them out and then all of a sudden your reality goes it rings in and go, oh shit, I'm fucked up. I got to get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Woo. Um, so, yeah, Jeff, what I was telling him before, uh, beforehand, uh, you could, avenues, I mean, you guys can pick wherever you want to go, but you also had the ability that everyone's constantly connected to the internet. So if there's something yep. you were looking for, I was also, I th- for some reason, I wanted to think that you all pulled up a map of the of the asteroid. Is that correct, or am I yeah, just inserting uh, stuff? Yeah, I would try to pull up a map of the mines at least too. Because I remembered, uh, I remembered, I remembered saying this previously that uh, we'll say it's not hard to pull up a map, but you there's dead spaces. So you see when you see the maps of uh, New City. I mean, they're they're fairly accurate and stuff like that. But when you get to the mines and stuff like that, you can see from their from the last date that they were accessed and so forth. You see that certain um, that is not maintained. You know what I mean? You see certain passages are marked as being closed. You see some are marked as being in a vacuum. You see others like you get the impression that there's stuff out there that's not on the on the grid. Like somebody, like somebody took a freeze frame and put that over the security camera, like or just dead spots. Like the cameras are going out as well, and mm-hmm. the, so forth. So it's like you get the impression that if you go in there, you're going in there just a little bit blind, just because it's you know it's I mean, a mine. And Joe's be, got, oh, sorry, sorry. You go ahead. Uh, is that could be due to simply um, update lag? You know, like maybe it has been mapped out, but it hasn't been uploaded or i guess um i mean could also is obviously be just be as areas that people don't want public well do you want to do you want to check um uh, is there a way to check that we can we can yell it as everybody's favorite program what i'm thinking <laughs> is Nyal has uh two net bots i have a creepy bot and I'm thinking, what if we just have y'all program them to probe all the areas we can't see right now? Whoa, Jeff. 
Sorry. You got a jar snuggling up to that mic. <laughs> now that he has your attention, now it's Jeff after hours. Ooh. What are you uh, wearing? So you're wanting to actually scout stuff out. Is that what you're saying if you go there? Yeah, sure. just have, have robots do it. Yeah, if when you go to the mine, if you want to if you want to send a canary ahead of you, so to speak. And only send one at a time. Don't send them both at the same time. That's a bad idea. Hey, you've, Spuffy, you've got a T-Ray emitter bot. Maybe you could just, oh, no, you actually need a T-Ray receiver for that. Never mind. Yeah, yeah I can't control it with my mind. But yeah. uh, I, I do. I, I mean, you can, but like you'd need, a, you'd need to be there in person to actually see what the result is. Because mm-hmm. so, a, a T-Ray emitter needs a T-Ray receiver. Did you want to run a check, Jeff? Just to see if you can. Um, see I don't it. have. I mean, I'm not sure what that would be. Um, well, if if y'all want to use y'all to just see if. Oh yeah. Uh, um, I actually don't think I have y'all with me. I think it's his infosec. Is it eighty? Okay. Well, I think we want to use this program to program these bots, right? Yes. Which is at sixty. Okay. So, so um, I guess first is uh, the check to see if. It's just the, these air, black errors just simply haven't been uh, updated recently. Um, and I wrote an 88, so that's a failure. And then program the bots to map, basically to uh, map out uh, those errors if we can. Yeah. Okay. Instead of that 60, uh, I got nice. a 23. Nice. Okay. So, so yeah. Like, that's not a hard success, but yeah, it was simple enough. So you know what you know on the maps. It's while, while, while I'm programming, can I um, do something else with the I mean, disassembler swarm? Uh, what, what do you have in mind? Uh, uh, it says it can be programmed to target or ignore specific types of matter. I like to program it to ignore us. Oh, good move. <laughs> oh, you disassembled. No, disassembled oh number five. I love that. So <laughs> essentially, you're making a bomb. A dead man switch, so to speak, that's just going to kill everything around you and then leave you at, at, at a minimum avoid. I mean, I, I guess I can always program it to do something, you know, uh, different. But I, I, I feel more comfortable having something that can take everything apart by, you know, atoms not to touch me. How good are you guys at the beatdown specifically? I mean, He's I have good. a gun. <laughs> I mean. What if we just knocked one of these guys unconscious and I reprogrammed them to tell me what the deal is around this station? You could do that. I've got a fray skull of 65. Okay, so uh, you're looking. dodge is what that is. Um, but yeah. I'm, I'm going to. I could probably handle that pretty well. All right. Do Maybe. we. Uh, <laughs> let's see if we can find one of them. Uh, one of the. Uh, what's the gang of confessors off on their own? Okay. So, Sneaky sneak. Um, let me do a program check, though, for the disassembler is best fine. Oh. Listen, as far as that goes, like, look, like, you were trying to do something that was a little taxing and stuff like that. As far as I'm kind of taking the gumshoe approach, and I think that if my impression is correct, Clipsface does this as well, that, you know, with a task like that, that's like you're really not going against the programming of the piece itself. This is sure. just. This is just you going through the setup and stuff like that. So please ignore me. Yeah, with a with a sixty, I'd say yeah, that's that's not a problem. Um, yeah. So do you like how do you want to how do you want to find a confessor? Like, are you wanting to just 
stake out a place? Do you want to perhaps hmm. like what would be a good way to get a? I have an idea, but I don't want to say it. But like, how? <laughs> what would be a great way to possibly observe someone and be unobserved and at the same time? I'm going to put a drone on the people who are uh, taking the um, who are saying the catchphrases. I'm going to see who they talk to. So, were you alluding to some sort of like invisibility cloak that exists no. in the game? No, no, they do have. Um, we don't have it, but yeah, you can get what's it called, chameleon skin. Yeah, or something like that. That's one option. But there's another but one like that. There's. Um, I was just thinking too. If you didn't want to do the drone thing, you could just use uh, infosec and try to take cameras over, like, and true. catch them that way. Yeah. Um, would that I be can... a Neal thing? That would be a, a Neal thing. <laughs> I. Uh, yeah, it's that's doable. I feel like we've got the drone, so like, why not? But yeah, I mean, uh, with either or. It's whatever you yeah. want to do. I mean, it could be. It could be. I'm just gonna have. My, I'm gonna have my servitor bot just kind of. Think you kind of cut out there, Kyle. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. I'm gonna have my servitor bot just kind of hover in the corner. Okay. So, I think that hacking into the cameras is a good idea. Just to we can do both. It is a good idea. Yeah. Why not both? Yeah. Who's gonna hack? Hackers gotta uh, hack. Probably not y'all. Yeah. The only thing that I'm doing with y'all. Uh, with y'all it, on this is um, if he fails, he fails. I don't want to give anyone any extra kind of will or moxie. I don't remember if I did it like at the first time, but so you know, you got these statues you can use, but if they don't, they don't kind of deal. Does that seem right. fair? Well, I'll do it myself. I've got that at 40, so uh, I've got infosec at 40. You can do it both of you can. That's fine. All right, I get uh, an 18 out of 40. Okay, um, I'm gonna roll for him, correct? Okay. Uh, 54 out of 80. Nice. You succeeded better than I did. I yep. don't even think I have an infosex skill. You don't, and you should. It's hmm. almost like there's something wrong with these pregens. <laughs> Stay tuned for the post episode. <laughs> Is that kind of equivalent yeah. to uh, Sigint from Delta Green? It's like that, but it's more vital because uh, in the future, if your brain gets hacked, you can just get taken over like, yeah. like a demon possession. Yeah. So, like it's it's like that, but like if if everyone had to have Sigint and it was vitally important to the living in the future. Okay. Okay. So yeah, like which one were you hacking there? Uh, ah, I'm hacking the cameras. I'm just hacking the same one that they are. Okay. Hacking the cameras. Sorry, let me look at your okay, your chi. All right, give me one second here. I'll pull no up some Okay. So yeah. Uh any particular location or where would you want to start looking like you oh, succeeded i want I you to tell me where did you catch them i want to look at uh the ones that, at the gate and see who they're talking to okay so we're going back to the mine so you're waiting for yeah. those guys to come out with a shift I, do are the confessors anywhere else that we know of you could pick wherever but i mean you're going like there's a fairly large group of them you know what if i'm if i'm going to set up a camera wherever i'd like the camera closest to our uh our uh stash space okay so you're you're watching to see if any goes down that area, like yeah. For, and for so the if mind. they come back, we can just abduct them into the stash space. Okay. And Jeff, where were you hacking yours at, or is there any particular place? Um, not sure. Uh, I didn't no. go over a lot of locations. I mean, yeah, it's, no. you can what what not? I'll just say you got a wider range. So yeah, eventually you do see the people come out of the mine. So. With everyone's successes, and Jeff had a higher success, and all that, you're all monitoring the feeds. You do see, eventually, the man with the beard that you recognize as being Bev come out, 
and the other confessor is with him. And you also see walking out like they're kind of this man's leaning a little bit on the confessor. It's not Bev, but you also see the miner that was uh, they drug back into the mine and they just kind of set him out like they walk him up, set him on a bench at the um, for the train to come pick him up. And they take off, uh, take off walking. So offhand, like I'm trying to think of the best way to do this here, but you, you know, you can, you can get the guy who they got or you can kind of keep following them. So do we have any contacts as far as like doctors or uh, specialists who could kind of analyze this person? If we do capture him, who they just brought out of the mind. Well, yeah, you, there's, yeah, you got Chi. And you also got, uh, if you needed to, Mary Posa. It also does yeah. psychosurgery. Well, let's and, see. Let's see if she can handle it first. Sure. And D, I, I honestly, man, I, I, I can't think of, of an actual reason why the like the confessors would be going to a, like an abandoned spot of the. Yeah, I I thought it was a, a a reach myself, but I figured I'd mention it. Oh, that's fine. I mean, so you do got. Like I said, yeah. you, could try, you, you could try to intercept them elsewhere. Did Injal come up with uh, any uh, any better choices? I mean, because I think they hacked the um, something else. They hacked the uh, the camera footage beforehand. You do know that. I know, but Injal was hacking at the same time I was. We were both rolling yeah. together. Yeah. So I don't know what they were hacking, but maybe we're hacking different things. I think they all was going for cameras as well. And Just a broader area, you said? Yeah. So I will even say to kind of work out both ways, you can see as the confessors go their way, you eventually do catch um, Bev and the other confessor separating. Oh, um, nice. would I once I spot him, would I be able to would the, the jaw be able to keep tracking him with the, you know, I guess, the CV, CCTV? And I yeah. also set out a, a uh, not bad to uh, um, kind of get out there to bill follow them where you know cameras may not show yeah. but then the, the nap bot can get out there and then track them real time versus having uh gaps between, between camera locations what's a spec bot again it's uh, like a tiny surveillance robot yeah. i was thinking about you know seeing if we could get in range to um put a surveillance bot on like the back of their clothes i don't know how long that would go into you also but. you also got the drones so you mm-hmm. I, I will say, just going with what Jeff was asking me beforehand, since you like you're always connected to the internet unless mm-hmm. something changes. So, you know, you could be in the lobby of the hotel, you could be wherever, and you're connected. So, you can go straight there, and there's monitoring. And I don't even do they even have TACnet listed on here? I'd assume TACnet is. We do have TACnet. TACnet mm-hmm. so, listed for the group rather than for an individual. Okay. So you guys can basically, you'll see everything y'all sees. It's just feeding through. You could even say you have it pulled up like a, like a, you know, a HUD display. Mm-hmm. So what do we see as we're tracking? Okay. You see, well, you see them separate off, go, go two separate ways. Um, which one were you wanting to follow uh, Bev or are you wanting to go follow the underling? I'm interested in Bev, but do you think we should do this like video game style and take out the, you know, we can well, first. Is there any reason we can't track both with the, I mean, we've got two people monitoring the cameras and some bots going out. Yeah, I've got two spec bots. Yeah. Now, Joel has two NAT bots, so he can well, send those I'd, out. 
I think we should snatch up uh, while we're doing all this surveillance. We should snatch up the uh, person who they just let go. Yeah, yeah so you can do your uh, your doctoring. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, I think that Jeff and I, Jeff, do you have a, a preference of who you're going to track, and then I can track the other? Uh, no, not really. I mean, I, I, just as long as both get tracked, I'm fine. I don't know if it makes a difference which bot or who does it. All right. I'll go. I'll go with Bev. I was almost kind of thinking keeping one not bad around us just to have a different set of eyes, you know. Mm-hmm. To keep you an eye on what's going on. You don't really need to go with Bev because you've got the spec bot on them, right? Right. That's what right. I was saying. I'm just saying, like, I'm I'm tracking him oh. if, right. if, from my current location with the spec bot. <laughs> yeah. That's Do you even need to pay attention for that, or is it just a thing that happens with the bot? <laughs> I would say it's just a thing that happens. I mean, I'm sure right, well, then, give a command. If, if the bots uh, got it covered, then I want to focus on. I'm. St- I want to be there with you when you're doing your doctoring to see if you can figure anything out about this guy. Like you're going to be the best person to abduct uh, this guy. Uh, All I right. Think. So my skills for abducting him would be definitely sounds like something like like stealth police work. <laughs> well, I was thinking just hit him over the head with a baton or something. You know, I can also be that subtle. Okay, you, yeah. guys, you guys talk this out real quick. I think I'm going to hit the restroom real quick, and I'll be right back, and then we'll pick up with that. That sounds good. Yeah, so yeah, we're going to have a montage while our GM goes into the bathroom, and we're just, like, literally kicking and beating with a baton. A guy club and montage. Montage. Yep. <laughs> a curb stomping montage. No, no, not a curb stomping. We want his brain intact and his jaw intact so that he can speak. Ideally. Well, we don't need that, but yes. We can just read his mind. We can just find out simultaneously, although it's a little distracting, how much pain he's in. Oh my god. So yeah, I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna wait till he comes back to do my roll. But uh I would say, you know, my fray is sixty-five and well, Frey is is that that's dodging, isn't it? Oh, I thought Frey was um like melee versus ranged attacks. So like if I'm well, beating I somebody I with my I do have a melee skill, so I'm oh, you do I think Frey is I think Frey is avoiding attacks. I have a I have a Frey and Frey versus mate or ranged. Yeah, no, I do too. I just read Frey as melee. Oh, I don't know. I don't. What would you check with the Frey versus ranged? I don't even know how that would work. Uh, Mayhaps may read the the book. Yeah. <laughs> also, ask GM once he returns. Yeah. But yes, I've got nautical hardware knowledge. Ooh. Like just swing a giant anchor over my head. It's only a 40. <laughs> do have a pilot skill, but I don't think it's going to help us at the moment. Yeah. Boat pilot. Aerospace. Spray is a dodge skill. Oh, good. It is a dodge skill. Anyway, so are we going to like try to grab him before I beat Sorry, him across the head? Set the song. All right, I'm returned from my bathroom break. Uh, so yeah, so yeah, phrase a dodge skill, and it, you you roll that at half against ranged attacks. Mm. Uh, I so, get it. So that's yeah. why it's a 33 instead of a 65 guy. Exactly. Get it. And I figured I saw you got a melee weapon, damage 1d6. Obviously, you're good at melee. But if we look over at this pre-gen uh, skill list, mm. uh, what do we notice is not on there? Melee. Oh, isn't that weird? Oh, it's almost like these someone did a bad job with these pre-gens. <laughs> No. <laughs> so if we look over at Amal, we look at the melee, and it is 55, which is yep. much more respectable than zero. Uh, 
or non-existent, yes, which it's... obviously means infinity. However, I don't yeah. think I have a, a weapon listed anywhere, and I'm, but I'm assuming no, I can use my claws. My melee weapon is literally claws. unarmed. It's your fists. Also, uh, Amal's melee is fucking crazy off the charts at 3d6. What? Where's that? That is under your melee. Damage value next to melee. So underneath your character picture, like the second line. Eh? Yes. Let's see that. <gasps> it's the one that says unarmed melee 3d6. We're in the sheet. You're a mall. You're the yes. crab thing. Yes. Under the photo, the character photo, it should say your weapon. And then under that, if it says unarmed melee. Oh, yes. I'm sorry. Yep, yep. No, I had seen it earlier, too. I just, I was looking somewhere else on the sheet. You're basically Popeye. Yes. Well. Eat that spinach. Mm-hmm. No, I can't. Oh, well, then don't do not do that. <laughs> uh, and I love that while we're doing this, my knowledge of sci-fi literature will definitely come in handy. It could. Just some fight scene from a book I read. I, wonder but I, said, do, I do have a know of physiology, so I know exactly where to hit him. Yeah, my uh, my ability to quote lines from uh, Conspiracy Against the Human Race really helps us in this future. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to help you in any time. I need, to, I need to get that, actually. <laughs> I, I need to actually finish reading that. I, it's hard to read at work because I can't concentrate very well at my job. Because uh, you know, actual work keeps coming up. It's hard, hard to read a book. So I, I come back and we're on Legati. <laughs> yes, we uh, we're always on Legati. <laughs> Sorry I about that. Read. I can't. I I do editing for. So I can't read. I can listen. But I can't yeah. read. Thomas Legati, always relevant. <laughs> oh God, it's, it's the best thing. But I have hearing aids at Bluetooth stuff. Like like if I had a dull moment in the class, which I never do, if I wanted to, I could just cut on a podcast and it just beam to my head. But like, and no one know. Uh, sorry about that. <laughs> but I am, I've returned. We need uh, that. We did business. <laughs> we found out that uh, one of our two melee characters doesn't actually have a melee skill. So uh, we need, we're going to need a mall to do this entirely. Luckily he can, because he can punch three times. Tastes like crab talk like people. <laughs> Crab people, yeah. So, <laughs> Amal's wanting to go after the actual confessor. I don't think none of us can do it. Um, <laughs> they might have they might have given Injal an melee skill for all I know. <laughs> like, why not his non corporeal no, melee skill? Why not? Just, <laughs> um, just wondering if I could shoot him, but no, I, I'll try to see if I can. Uh, non lethal, um, Amal. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Well, death's not death. No, not in this at all. Doesn't matter if you kill him, actually. Yeah, in the future. No, I just rip out his cordial stack. Yeah, <laughs> be nice if you didn't, but uh, yeah. I mean, it's um, a courtesy at this point. Yeah, uh, yeah. If I can, I'll try to see if I can. Uh, uh, I don't have stealth, so I can't sneak up on him, probably. But I will see if I can at least uh, manage to surprise him somehow and uh, knock him out. Okay. All right, and that is the underlink. Okay, so they get off the trains and go their go their separate way. You see that this man, uh, the underling, is making it closer to the residential area, which residence is kind of you know a loose term and all that. It's like really small, really cramped kind of area. What kind of area would you? are you setting up your stakeout for just to kind of ambush him? Because you had the footage of him walking a certain route, where would you want to try to catch him? 
Um, can it look ahead to see where that route kind of leads yeah. to, I guess? Yeah, um, you have a map. Yeah. Um, I don't know, any place where it's uh, not a lot of branching corridors, um, just, I don't know, some place maybe I can even get uh, a degree of cover. Okay. I, uh, some, some place where there's a less, lesser, actually, uh, I look to see where he might be heading into a, a black zone where there's no cameras, and then um, send the, the net by the head to get an idea of what the layout there is, where if, you know, um, it's if it's a uh, you know a decent place for me to to hide out and then be able to to uh, take them out without being seen at least on the cameras. Okay, so you're actually going for the um, like you're trying to do it off the grid, so to speak. I got you. If possible, I mean I know like everything's on the grid, but some places here obviously aren't. At least not on the public grid. Yeah, which means well, if, if I still on a uh, super secret grid. Well, if you if you wanted to as well, you could also. Kind of like if you had y'all do an infosec check, you could actually just loop the same footage over and over, like oh. use one of their tricks to them. So you can make any zone a dead zone. Okay, I shall do that. So, well, what's it? Let's put it like this: Do you want to do it like we could do it? Like, like I'm uh, basically do, want, do not want any video footage of the of the event if I can, um, and I don't want any if I can reduce the number of eyes, actual eyes uh, that are going to be there as well. Okay, so you've like, tell me if I'm putting the words in your mouth that are incorrect on this. I get the impression that you're walk like you, so you've skirted ahead. You were already in the city anyway, so it wasn't too big of a, a step for you to nego- you know, negotiate your way over. You're either by, you're, well, you want an empty building or do you want a, like a, a dead end alleyway kind of deal? Like, what would, your, what would your preference be? What would you be looking for to jump him at? Um, the alley would be fine. Okay. So you use this one when he walks by, just like reach out, grab him and sling him in there. Mm-hmm. Okay. So what I'll probably have you do with this is, um, I'll just have you make, a you just have now make an info sec check to kill the camera. Now, I mean, if it does, it does, it doesn't, it doesn't, but I'm just kind of, I won't necessarily know. Uh, I rolled an odd three. Odd three. It's a shitty mesh system. Like it wasn't. You can see it's old. Yeah, it's old. There's not. Uh, it's on this back asteroid. Like nobody's gonna give a damn about it anyway. They just brought shit out there to begin with. So you, the camera f- is dead. And uh, Kyle, I don't looking at the character stats here. I don't even see anything that would actually constitute stealth. Of course, you're in a gigantic robot. Me? Oh, I have no stealth. I know that. Yeah, so yeah, I, I'm like a, a, a four foot across leg spiders, and I, I probably can't hide with shit. Okay, so you're just kind of standing out of the way. And actually, I mean, actually, like he cat. does have stealth, or it does. I don't know what to. I do. Where they infiltrate sixty. Uh, I, I uh, possibly. I took that more as bypassing securities and things. No. I will say this: if you can make the the uh, the infiltrate check, you're obscured enough to where you know he's not going to catch you as he's walking by you know what i mean you're going to be able to just by the time he sees you you're on him so 18 18 so yeah you get ahead of him in this alleyway there's a couple of uh, neo space dumpsters and all that in this nice (laughs) grim dark uh future and as this man starts making his way down there you reach over 
Melee? With your two strong leg, legs, uh, well, I'm going to say with the inf- with the infiltration check, you're able to just grab him and sling him into the al- down the alleyway. My legs and are pneumatic, so I can probably deliver a pretty solid punch. Yeah. <laughs> so he's in the alleyway, and there is no, you know, I mean, like he's not getting out unless it's through you. So okay, you want to go ahead? We can. You want to finish this scene up, or do we want to go to Operation uh, Adopt a Hobo? I'd, li- I'd like to see it to its conclusion, if that's okay. Is that okay with me? A-okay with me. Uh, so, he's in a biomorph, and uh, here we go. So, he is going to... Trying to see what's in the inventory real quick. All right, so here's what he's going to do. You see him pull out... A can, I mean, I can, you see him pull out his, he is packing a gun. He pulls out a freezer, Mm-mm. which Wait, a freezer, it sprays a fast hardening foam. Sweet. So Sweet. yeah, he's going to caulk you into a spot, so to speak. <laughs> and let's see. The accent. <laughs> Sorry. Oh yeah. If he does that, he will trap himself. Yep. Very well, he's as dumb as a GM at this point. So, <laughs> and I roll a failure. So, <laughs> yeah, uh, that sucks. So, yeah, he pulls out the gun. He, he's panicking. He pulls it up, and then you know, safety's on or something like it. And he's like, like, "You just got cock blocked." <laughs> oh, <laughs> it disturbs me if there's a movie with a rooster on it. It's called Blocked. By the way, I just like. <laughs> I gotta see that. It's got John Cena in it. <laughs> I'm just gonna throw out a reference to our recent Discord chat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if only they knew. Uh, so his action was spent doing that. So what uh, are we going? I will for? grapple him and attempt to subdue him. Okay. So melee. Uh, Seventy-five out of fifty-five. So I feel as well. Okay, it's it's a it's a the avenue that you're going in. Like, yeah, you, you yeah yeah you block him all right, but you, there's not a lot of maneuverability. So you you're trying to reach out and grab him with your robotic arms, and it's not quite working. So let's see, going for going to try to shoot your ass again. I can attempt to uh, dodge fray right. versus ranged. Yeah. Uh, I will say, I, I was going to say, I would give you a uh, penalty for you being in a small ass alleyway. Yes. And also, let's see if he actually hits you. Heard of a pop Well, you've apparently picked out the one that the one miner that has cataracts. Because, like, <laughs> <laughs> but it's, 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 the, it's the dance that you're doing here, man. So, like, you, you've managed to at least get a hold of him. So, like, and then you dip him over. And it's like you feel magic now playing, but like, <laughs> like say we're dancing, <laughs> doing the la cucaracha. Well, you know, right. crabs are the best at sidestepping. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good point, but so he can't get a shot off because he's still somewhat entangled with you on this here. So uh, next um, round of in app combat. Uh, twenty-three out of fifty-five. 23 out of 55. Let's figure out how damage works, because we haven't done that yet. Crunch. Yeah. 
Or like you said, you were just going to grappling. What are you going to do once you get a hold of him? If you're not uh, trying to, do I mean, I don't know how how really how subduing works, but I I don't want to tear him limb to limb. But I just want to render him unconscious. Cut off the windpipe. Uh, I could suffocate him that way. That sounds bad. That's true. You don't know your own strength. <laughs> nope. And then suddenly, like his head gets lopped off, and you're like, "Did not mean to do." I mean, that. I'm, I mean I'm assuming my claws are probably, I mean, humanic or hydraulic. I can probably. T- squeeze too hard <laughs> yeah how fine how fine oh. are the controls on those damn lemmy or lenny <laughs> squish we're gonna oh. tell you about the rabbits again oh. <laughs> you want to roll for damage yeah i'm trying and i'm also trying <laughs> to figure out like i've never done combat in this so it's the first uh 11 11 so I am looking through this right now, trying to see what hit points are. Hit points? Who needs them? That's durability, I'd assume. Does that sound about right, Kyle? I think so. Uh, okay. Sorry, I was... Uh... No, it's fine. So, 11... Okay, I got him. So, yeah, like, you grab a hold of him and, you know, man-crab handle him, and it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's unique. It's unique. Just, so, just crab handle. So, you're just kind of doing the bear hug thing on him? Okay, he is going to. What's our fray at? He's going to roll fray to try to get away from you. Oh. And he rolled a 65, which is not. In fact, okay, yeah, that's a. Is that a failure? God damn it. Yeah, 33. Uh, yeah, okay. So it, it's just a failure. So, yeah, no, you've got, you, you've got him. He has no other action. If you want to tighten the screws on him, if I am understanding this correctly. Yes. Okay, so. Give him a big squeeze. <laughs> Just damage? Yeah. Yeah, he failed. There's no yeah. like getting away. Oh, six. <laughs> On 3D6? Yes. Oh. Two each. <laughs> right, oh, boy. So that, was, that was 17 overall. I'm going to try to rope Frey once again. 42, and my Frey is 40, so fuck. All right, still, still in there. Let's keep this going. Yeah, usually uh, people a little like, better 12. You know, what we should have done is got a taser. We, we should have thought ahead. We didn't. This is what we get. Yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll see what all... We, or stun baton. They got those as well. Yes. Uh, also a good idea. Didn't do it. <laughs> oh, but. yeah. So I could beat and stun at the same time. <laughs> 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 I like where you're going with that. So I'm just I'm saying. A, trying to get away again. Ot six. So he gets free. And stuff like that. So if you want to try to grab a hold of him again, you're going to have to row. Uh, 12 out of 55. <laughs> Come back so, here. So he, slaps, <laughs> so he slaps your arms away and you're like, nope. <laughs> and then damage. Yeah, if you want to go ahead. Uh, 10. Alright. So, you're in a unique position here, Jeff. You're, I'm not saying this, like, whereas you've kind of just like just manhandled this guy through this, uh, you're not wanting to kill him, so you're going to say incapacitate him. So when I don't know what there, if there's a row not to kill somebody. So here's the last thing I want to ask you to do. I want you to give me one more fray not to kill him. Like knowing when you're right, you know. Fifty-three out of eighty for a melee fray. 
Oh, God damn it. I was hoping you were going to just It's like a seed off I realized that I'm choking the life out of him and I stopped. All right. So you, you choke him out. It's not like the scene of Ace Ventura, not Ace Ventura, but Dumb and Dumber where you're going to have to duct tape his head back on. <laughs> Pretty bird. Oh, the poor. And then gives it back to the blanket in the wheelchair. Yeah. <laughs> It's like that time even Seagal got choked out. Oh, yeah, take that, Steven Seagal. <laughs> <laughs> I love so that. I, um, I actually could step away for a moment, but. Uh, no, you're fine. Okay, I'll be back in a second. <laughs> like my work here is done. <laughs> <laughs> Mic <Might> drop. <laughs> so, I guess we can wait for him. That'd be fine. <laughs> yeah, let's just take a little uh, meander over to the comment section here. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I, like I'm, I probably you know looking back, maybe I should have had it like either row fray or damage, not fray and damage, but that's nah, fine. Like I can worry about a, gr- a little. Um, yeah, because uh, a, d- a dodge wouldn't really cause an a, an attack like a damage attack. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Unless you dodge really creatively. <laughs> Oh, like, oh, I'm just gonna sneaky sneak here with my elbows. Oh, and I got you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so I was kind of double dipping right there, but it's a mook, so we're good. It's all right. He he did not kill him. <laughs> I was so hoping he'd kill him. I mean, it changes nothing other than how people perceive you later. Yeah. Possibly. Oh, sure. That doesn't. You know, that won't make any difference. You know, you're not including that guy in your LinkedIn profile. Yeah. <laughs> Resume, guys, I have choked out. <laughs> it's kind of a status symbol. You know, the ones that have risen the highest have choked out the most. So now we need to try to figure out what we're going to do. Because I think, if I'm not mistaken, you can pop sacks out and pop them back in. So it's not like a huge procedure to to do anything like that. So it's not like you're going to have to kill the body to psychosurgery it, I don't believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Tell tell us how does psychosurgery work? I think a psychosurgery. Oh. You said you watched um, Altered Carbon, right? I haven't. I'm sorry. Okay. Okay. Oh. Never mind. That's well, a very reference. Altered Carbon has a funny idea of how that works. Yeah. Because like in the movie, uh, the movie gets it or the TV show gets it wrong a number of a number of ways. But um, basically, the uh, the cortical stack is a backup. It is not your brain. So if someone uploads a virus to the cortical stack, it doesn't affect you until you die. So like in the in the movie, like, oh, no, it's a direct stack upload, which is a not possible in the fiction of the thing. And B wouldn't affect you until you died. So stupid. Yeah. But, um, yeah so um, but in the real in the real game, there's they don't entirely detail how psychosurgery works. But basically, you can work on people's brains without without digitizing them. The same way that you actually digitize it. The same way that you restore a person from backup, the same device allows you to work on someone's brain ah. uh, what's in their body. So in my mind, I always think of it kind of as like one of those chargers for a Samsung phone that you just put on someone's head and let, lets you fuggle them. That's just kind of how I visualize it. I've never seen. Have you if you all seen that one scene from Videodrome where they've got the helmet? Yeah. Yeah, that thing. You're like exactly that. Videodrome, right? (laughs) Laura, say that again. You've seen Videodrome, right? No. A film that everyone should see always. 
Well, that's why I come to these games because every single time I show up, I have a new list. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I can't watch Videodrome for you, though. I would like to. I feel like I've I feel like I've watched Videodrome for enough people. Like <laughs> I've watched Videodrome for like whole, you know, um, groups of people at this point. You've, Kyle's watched Videodrome for your sins. I, I will watch Videodrome for your sins. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I won't pray for you, but I'll watch Videodrome. Yeah, I will. It's, yeah, it is more effective. <laughs> it, does, it does a better job. There's a, there's a little more self-reflection than there is with prayer. With I feel like. <laughs> I, I really want a Videodrome poster for my apartment, but it um, all the posters are just not very good. Mm. I think, like, the French poster is pretty good, but like that's in France, and I'm not oh, yeah. in France. Inconvenient. That's my complaint with any vintage movie posters. Like they, like unless there's like a particular one that I don't know. They just seem kind of they show their age. I guess you could say. Yeah, an old girlfriend got like the uh, the French poster for um, Texas Chainsaw Massacre because the American one wasn't very good. Did I tell you my brother's friends with Leatherface? Uh, like you definitely didn't tell us that. No. Okay. Uh, the um, the actor like so before they made the the last one where it was like Leatherface as a kid or something like that. They did like a reboot or something like that with Texas Chainsaw Massacre a couple (laughs) years ago, maybe six, seven, not the one in with, uh, God, that girl, soft seventh angel, whatever. Jessica Biel. Wasn't she in one? Anyway, one of the last ones, a guy who played Leatherface, my brother ran into him on a cruise. And they're like, they're like buddies. Oh, that's weird. <laughs> Dan Yeager is a man's name. Not um, Gunnar Hansen? No, I don't believe so. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, because I'm looking up the Texas Chainsaw Massacre now, and it says that Gunnar Hansen was Leatherface. Uh, no, this would be the previous one. I don't like. So I think his name's Dan Yeager. For those of you at home, Google with us. <laughs> we'll put the yeah, other on there. That's a Google adventure. <laughs> Google along. <laughs> yeah. It's like a sing-along, but cooler. All right. You can do it on your phone, oh, it was, kids. It was, it was the 3D one, I think. Oh, okay. That's how might be. Yeah. I think it was his big movie. Okay. He's a big, like, six foot seven kind of guy. Okay. Yes. The Not not the original, but yeah. Dan Yeager, uh, yeah. born 1965. Yeah. Goodness. He was also in Sharknado, apparently. Before. Yes. He was in the oh, background. I didn't know that. Nice. Uh, I've seen all of those. So, for those using <laughs> well, I think you're missing on a piece of Americana. No, you're missing on a jack. We <laughs> we literally they're so bad. We get together with our groups of friends and have watch parties. And every single time a Sharknado movie comes out, I go to the store and I get like a ton of shark gummies, and oh. I, I like wave the shark gummies at the screen, chanting "kill, kill, kill." And every time there's a kill, I like eat a shark gummy, and like everybody, it's like doing shots, but like with shark gummies and so we're like rooting the entire movie for everyone to die and then when there's like massive killing scenes where like groups of people are killed we all have to like it's just it's madness nice i'm not saying that this is the cult that i started but But. (laughs) okay so we've we've got this scene resolute welcome back ladies and gentlemen uh so we kind of got that scene uh, resolution I will. Uh, so, to finish it up, Jeff, you do like you now have a freeze gun. 
Yeah. Oh, that's right. You've got that now. Yes. And, Maybe you can shoot it properly. And it, the reason I knew about a sun baton is because he also had a sun baton. Oh. On him. So you also yes. now have a sun baton. So, so what is it? The, what's the, what's the pistol? It's a freezer. It shoots foam that paralyzes people. Yep. Check froze. Basically, a stun uh, baton. Basically, yeah. you're gonna have to tell people to let it go, like that movie. <laughs> You are Elsa. <laughs> so not real, Arnold Schwarzenegger and Batman. So real quick, Jeff, <laughs> how do you get a body out of an alleyway? Is my only question to you. We just um, that phone. Uh, <laughs> <dragging> it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying, um, like, encase him in like a foam cocoon, and then just like look like we're moving materials instead of like a person. Well, so, if I if I was the uh, uh, next step up in the uh, arachnoid model, they actually do have a hidden or a compartment that can hold a uh, pilot. Oh, uh, but unfortunately, that's not the case. You don't have that mod. No, now you didn't go for the fully loaded package. Yeah, tell, tell them. I, actually, if I would have just hold had that hold a secret uh, rifle and just have it pop out huh. for the, for the <laughs> pilot, someone else in there. Anyways, um, <laughs> surprise. Yeah. Uh, I am I am armed. What are you talking about? Um, Many armed. Well, I'll tell you uh, what, I'll using that bot just to do a little uh, um, surveillance to make sure there's no one's in me the area, and then I'll drag them if I can. That's probably the only way I can. Drag him. Um, you said there were needle dumpsters here. I'll throw them in a needle dumpster and push <laughs> the, dump- <laughs> the dumpster about. <laughs> this is amazing. This is our this is our arachnid sanitation worker. <laughs> makes it actually sense. makes a lot of sense now that you think about it. Okay, I'm so, immune to uh, diseases. So yeah, uh, that sounds fine. Like you can kind of hold him there till we figure out what we're gonna do. So we'll go ahead and cut scenes real quick. <laughs> uh, I'll throw him in the dumpster and then I'll hit him with the freezer to glue him in there and then I'll push the dumpster around. This is the funniest scene. This is like at the end of an alley, just like kathump, kathump, kathump. I don't even know what kind of check to make. They're like, you see a gigantic arachnoid robot pushing a trash can, a dumpster down the road. <laughs> oh, it's the future. Anything is possible. <laughs> but we still get up to the same old shit. <laughs> I'm just I'm, I'm wanting to make one check, and I'm just trying to see. You're looking for the stat called teenage hijinks, <laughs> and then we light the dumpster on fire. Yeah, if you max that out, you can pretend like a guy's still alive when he's dead. <laughs> oh no! Okay. okay, so we're like real quick, Jeff. Where where are you? Like, I'm assuming you're gonna. What kind of lie are you gonna tell people if somebody <laughs> asks you what the hell you're doing? Real quick, I, I gotta have resolution. <laughs> Um, just following the sanitation rules has been moved. Okay, that's that's gonna be that's the thing. Okay, <laughs> can't argue with the rules. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, who's gonna know the rules? <laughs> true, true. All right, so that sounds great, man. We can go for the next scene. So, where where are you pushing him to? Uh, I'm assuming we had a, a meetup point somewhere. We'll get back to that. All right, so let's go for. Uh, so I guess the, everyone else was going to the where the train station where they left the guy, right? Yep. Okay. So, um, you know what? They never do have a luck row in these things, so I always go out and borrow um, 
borrow from Eclipse Phase, not Eclipse Phase, this is Eclipse Phase, Delta Green and stuff like that. Uh-huh. Uh, can you give me like just luck row, you know, odd even? Uh, okay. Um, I'm gonna pick... I just want to see if he actually regains consciousness. Okay. Oh, I didn't know he was unconscious. All right. Uh, I'll take uh, odd and I get a 12. Okay. So we'll say that when he shows up, when you arrive there, he's not incapacitated. He's just kind of, he looks drunk. Going from like your kinesthetics of, uh, you know, like, you know, as observing him, but of course, you also, with your psychosurgery background, you also kind of see this as um, a byproduct of, you know, somebody who is coming out of, I guess you could say, anesthesia of sorts and sure. more digital terminology there. They failed their, what's that thing called when they make their, when you go into a new robot, what's that called? Or a new body? Oh, re sleeving? Uh, yeah, it's re-sleeving, but there's a check. Alienation rule? Yeah. So it looks like somebody who's alienated in a way. Huh. Interesting. So how are you gonna um how are you gonna approach this? He just he's just sitting there just kind of drunk. I guess you could say he hasn't he's not unconscious, but he hasn't left. They were leading him out of the um had his like a shoulder draped arm draped over one of the <laughs> oh huggy shoulder. I'm just going to walk up to him and tell him to put his head in his helmet. I'm like behind him. Like as you like behind the, I'm going to try to flank him. So like if you're approaching him with the helmet and if he, um, cause he's sitting on the bench, right? Yeah. Yeah. I'm just kind of behind the bench, like just to assist. I thought that, and let me, um, let me interrupt here. I, I should have like picked up on this a moment ago too. Like I thought that, and now correct me if I'm wrong too. I thought that we would probably actually need facilities for for doing. Uh, I, well, oh, not not in the middle of bus station surgery. Well, the thing is, they say I have an ego bridge, but they don't say how big it is. But it's listed under my uh, under my inventory and not the ship's inventory. So I assume that it is something that is portable in a briefcase. Yeah. So I'm not really sure. Like originally, ego bridges were not supposed to be portable, but it is clearly portable because in my inventory. So yeah. Uh, I don't. I can't tell if this is a misprint or if they've just changed the size of an eco page for this. Or maybe it's the idiosyncrasies of the character sheet. Might be. There's something wrong with these pre-gen. <laughs> <laughs> Might be. I don't know. Okay. Okay. So for those of you listening to Eclipse, uh, listen to this at home. <laughs> I, I do. I'm looking at the character sheet. It does say it has an eco bridge. So yeah. So for sake of argument, like uh, I guess. Uh, so you're wanting to kind of to you're I'm gonna give you a, a plus on this, but wouldn't that I need a like a threatening type row or a uh, persuasion? A persuader. Hey yeah. friend, you look like you're in a bad way. I'm a doctor. I can help you. Uh, I have so, that. I rolled forty out of seventy. Well, I was gonna I was gonna give you a plus twenty anyway, so that's a nice. success. Nice. Anyway, so uh, whatever. It just kind of like he's incoherent. You could just pretty much have your way. So nice. do you want- just lie down on the couch and put your head in the helmet and it'll be all be all be wonderful in the future. Okay. So let's do a um psychosurgery. I guess that would be that row or if there's another one that works better for that. Yeah, I have psychosurgery at eighty. So I'm gonna okay. roll and I get an odd seven. Uh can I um can I savvy that into a better success? Or wait, is that set let me see here. It's psychosurgery. That's a success. I mean an odd seven, that's pretty good. Yeah, but I could make that 70 out of 80 if I flip it. Uh, so I'm going to use that. I'm going to use my uh, um, insight to flip okay. that into a 70 out of 80. Okay. Now you're kind of 
you're working out cramp spaces. I mean, I kind of cramp space, so it's not the most perfect kind of setup, but we'll say, yeah, I'll let you go ahead and spin that. That's great. And so you got a, a hard, you know, a double success, I guess you could tell. So what exactly are you looking for? Uh, I'm going to look for uh, what, what they just took out of him or what they did to him. I'm going to look for uh, the telltale, the, um, you know, classic whatever of surgery. I don't know what forensics okay. is like in the future I, with psychosurgery, but I'm I'm going to think of this like a hard drive. Yeah, there's this time I, my wife went to New York and she took a lot of beautiful pictures, Uh-oh. and I formatted her like I downloaded the pictures onto my computer, and then I had an operating system mess up, and I just formatted my hard drive. Oh, and I forgot all about the pictures, and then I had to go out and buy a fifty dollar piece of software, and then I had to go over and pull the images that had been deleted. Off. Oh, I like, sure let me play it for you. I, I didn't know you at the time. I would have. <laughs> Absolutely. The, the, so that's basically essentially my explanation of how it's worked. So it's much like a computer hard drive. It's been deleted, but it hasn't technically been overwritten or anything like that. So you, yeah. you're able to pull out some bits and pieces. Nice. With this. And it's, but much like if you were restoring stuff from a, a hard drive that's been, you know, cleared and stuff like that. You you've got sectors that are jacked. So sure. you're not getting like a full picture, but you're you're getting kind of snapshots and images. And you see going first person's perspective, you 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 know, you can start at the footage of the men walking up and giving the call sign to him. Mm-hmm. And you hear him make the an intelligible response. And with this, since you're living his memories, a la, I kind of, what's the name? Whatever. Existence. Existence. I was also thinking of one with Angela Bassett on it, but it was where they sold memories, but um, I'll, huh. it'll come back to me later. Strange days. <laughs> uh, that's oh, what I was calling. Angela Bassett. I didn't know that. Nice. Uh, so you, you actually can feel the fear. You feel the fear of him, like, making this response you feel the fear of like not only is he scared of the situation but he's also scared because he automatically said this and he feels he feels like there's something alien in him and then there's there's some you see some gaps and you see um (coughs) you see them taking him to a uh you see him strapped in a actual psychosurgery like full kid kitted out setup whereas you're kind of you know using a laptop to do this. They had the actual one. You see him being strapped in there. Um, and then, so that's as far as you get forward. And then everything's kind of blanked out. But with a critical success that you were doing, or the, the double success, mm-hmm. you're able to go backwards. And it's also, when you first started, like you get like memories from like a week ago all of a sudden. So it goes from that section where he's intercepted at the, at the train station to a couple of weeks ago. And then when you start scrubbing through the data and stuff like that, you see, you see him, you know, all this first person, you see him in the mind, you see, and you see like just him, like chiseling away with the equipment, trying to get stuff. And even over top of the heavy machinery that this man's running of course, you know, it's really not as heavy machine. Here's what I'm, I guess what I'm trying to say. When your ears have volume buttons, you can turn it down. So it's not like it's drowning <laughs> out. But like <laughs> at the same time, if you're 
using a heavy piece of equipment, you kind of want to be able to hear it just in case, you know, something goes wrong and stuff like that. So over the engine drone of the, the drill, as he's drilling into this, you hear a song and it's going directly into your head. You, you don't see like the people around you working, don't see it. But huh. you, but like you're hearing it, and no one else is acting like they're hearing it. You're like he stops, he looks around, he keeps hearing it, and then I'm going to stop listening right now. <laughs> he knows the fiction. Okay. Yeah, I just I, 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 wait a, wait a minute. I see where this is going. <laughs> I'm not I'm not basilic hacking you. <laughs> I'm just saying if 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 this is uh, I I'm going to figure that what he got is probably yeah. the exurgent virus. Is that right? It's is there even knowledge? Well, you're firewall. Like, yeah, we're all firewall here. Yeah, so we, we ought to know what that is. Yeah, it's yeah, you know, something fucked up happened. It, it's not natural. Like, it's just, it's in a particular way. Uh, you know, it 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 has all the telltale signs. Okay. You know, you can't tell for certain. And yeah. is there is there like an exurgent virus scanner I can run on him uh, or on these memories to see if there is one handy? Can I run? I- can I run exurgent McAfee on him? Hmm, I don't <laughs> don't think so. I'm looking through here and I'm looking at everything else that's kind of mentioned in the rest if of the probably It's probably not in the playtest yet. Yeah. <laughs> into, uh, I'm trying to think of malware bites. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Space okay, so, malware bites. <laughs> so, is there anything else you want to do with him? Where did he hear this song? What is the origin of this? Is it coming off as power tool or is it coming from another worker? It seems like it was behind him, whichever direction behind him is. I'm going to mute but, the audio and wait till he looks around. Okay. So it, muting that. Yeah. You, you see the side to side look, you see him, you see make, you know, set the drill down side to side look. Uh-huh. And then he turns around and looks behind him. And you also see a couple of, you know, guess you could say tilt it well no i guess you wouldn't see that in the mind so but yeah you get it you get a general idea of where it is is like, it is it coming from a human being or a boom box or like a power tool or a loudspeaker kind of a wi-fi feeling you know what i mean okay, so it's not really a sound it's more a Signal. transmission yes, oh okay better. oh interesting all right like it's inter i would say with my limited knowledge of this here i would i interpret this as a as a sound and all that if you know you being hacked so to speak interesting hmm i don't know what to do with that but uh huh, well, all right oh, okay you, i'm gonna i tell you what do i have a large antenna oh, either way i guess this we're done with this guy we've got all we need off him i'm gonna program him to make him feel great <laughs> okay I'm, yeah i mean i'm gonna I was, make him feel better about himself like i actually did some doctrine on him okay so you're gonna kind of imp- implant a false memory of like he you know, you kind of help straighten him out. So, yeah, give me a, of course, I'm giving you a plus on this anyway. A plus 20 is what I was going to give for him being drunk anyway. Nice. So, All yeah, right. just give I'm me a more cycle surgery. Okay. Well, a plus 20 actually just gives me 100. Yeah, yeah. Um, you got you. So, <laughs> I roll uh, odd four out of 100. So that's not great, but it is a success. Yeah, I was, you know, on the bright on the bright side, you'd had, the, well, you still could have failed if you'd rolled a, uh, what, the double odd. Is that I the, thought that was auto success in Eclipse phase, but I don't know. I can't remember. I thought, so many I, thought double, I, thought, I thought triple out or double out was only a failure in Delta Green, and it was like in Eclipse phase, it was just the only way to succeed on a bad roll. I had to double check. But either way, I get out four, so it's it's not a great success, but it is a success. It's good, yeah. And I mean, 
it's when he when he comes to he's going to be disoriented as I'll get out. But he's he has he has more of a memory of some kind. So sitting there and just kind of you know give him that digital cup of coffee to kind of perk yeah. him up kind of deal. Your friend Rokuzawa Chi. <laughs> so do you like tattoo him after you do that? <laughs> that was so, so then when he wakes up, he's like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> dick, dick pics on his face. I got problems, but I'm not on this one shot. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> you you know how like long our first game took? Like after I after I truncated all the silence out of it, it shaved yeah. twenty minutes. Like we lose twenty minutes of time just with pauses and just a delay of digital communication. Anyway, blows also, my mind. there's there's a lot of stuff in this book we just got to look up. Like this, it's not all the way put together. Yeah. It takes some time to check references. Right. I don't know. So the easiest way is when we start looking up stuff. If like you know, if you're looking, if <laughs> if I get quiet and everything's quiet, don't feel like you need to clear dead air because I run that <laughs> program and it's just going. All right, give me a minute. Okay, I got it now. Nice. I love it. It's, I wish I'd known about it two, two years ago when I started this shit. <laughs> so, um, Jeff, yes. if, you th- if you move the dumpster around, I've thought about it. Uh-oh. And uh, no, no, I'm not knocking. I'm just like, you like, are you going to push the dumpster to a particular place or you could call someone for help? Um, yes. I'll, I'll, I'll reach out for help. Well, here's what I've wanted to kind of point out with this. Um, what kind of rep do you have? I'm looking. Um, I have circle A, civic net, and the eye. Uh, the notes there. I can't read it though. That's fine. I'm firewall. Firewall. So that's the organization in, in and of itself. So okay. I'm just going looking at the rep real quick. Like if you had G rep, it would be pretty easy just to call the triads and spend some G rep, and you know uh, somebody somebody picks you up in a car, no questions asked. I got a car service. Just going to check that, and then Jaw doesn't have G rep either. So, well, you guys are on TACnet, so yeah, I can just I can just have them send a space Uber to them. Yay! Okay, so space Uber. I just finally rode in my first Uber this past March. Nice. That's nice. how that's how sheltered I am, folks. I still haven't ridden an Uber, and I live in a city built around them. I think I used a lift at Jinkan. Nice. The all right. So real quick here, like if you wanted to use Chi, if you were wanting to use your G rep for it, that's fine. Um, Me? Yeah, or somebody will like G well, rep. I, just have, I'm t- I actually just have uh, car service as an inventory item. Really? <laughs> yeah. I'll be. Sh- I'll be fucked. Uh, he does. So it wasn't a thing in previous versions of this game, but that's that's the thing in the new version of the game is car service. So you're pretty much Neo AAA. Yeah, or uh, or probably just future Uber. Future Uber. So yeah, if you want to, if you want to go ahead and you know arrange Stick for out of space, then. yeah. <laughs> Okay, so we'll, we'll ease past this. Like, we'll cut the scene. So, Jeff, we'll say that, does it sound good if we just retcon it and just say you weren't actually, as much as I like the idea of you just <laughs> dragging this <laughs> thing to the city, we'll just retcon it and say that you just have it, have this person subdued and in a dumpster until Space Uber gets there. And then, Ideally, like on the app, you can check on the phone to see where they're at. So as it gets closer, <laughs> you're like, 
I better get this motherfucker out of a dumpster or it'll look a little shady. Yeah. Okay. So, um, where do you want to, where do you want to inconvene guys or reconvene? Uh, probably at the hotel or uh, actually we should do it. This at the, uh, scratch space. Yeah. Scratch space. That sounds good. So you're already there. Yeah. So yeah, you can take a space Uber up there and in your possession, you folks now have a thug confessor confessor. Yeah. So, um, are we hooking them back up? Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to put him in. Actually, I'm going to take a, a hit of clear. Oh, how long did that take? How long did the drive take? Drive take. I, mean, I think you can pretty much get to anywhere in the city in 20 minutes is what the book said. So, I mean, it. All right. It, probably not. How long is a refresh? I've forgotten. Refresh. I thought, oh, that's a good question. What well, hasn't been? I, I thought it refreshed. I'd have to look. It's not been. I, don't, I, I want to say that it probably hasn't been long enough. Let me look. Oh, I think it takes an eight hour sleep for a long refresh, but, uh, refresh, short recharge, short recharge or task actions in a time frame of 10 minutes. If you want to, um, you can take a short recharge. Um, yeah, I'm just going to check out and, uh, and play candy crush. Sorry. Space, space candy crush (laughs) for, uh, 10 minutes. Yeah. Go ahead. Roll D D six. Asteroid crush. Oh crap! Uh, could you roll that for me, please? Yeah, I'll dig it out of my bag here. Thanks. Sorry, I only have the two D tens at my desk. No, it's fine. I've got my crown roll bag here. And in fact, I don't really like crown as much, but that's just it comes with the bag. You can't beat yeah, that. I don't think they are now. I saw some that didn't have it. I was, it was just to me. It's crazy. So you, I wrote a six for you. Thank you. Thanks, Crown Royal. Okay, so uh, we'll go ahead and just do a psychosurgery and um, see what you got. Okay. I get a 26. 26, that's a success. I'm going to, since I already got that uh, extra cognition, or what do you call it, Um, insight. What is that insight that Clear gives you? Drive? Drive Uh, is what I took. Not far. Yeah, I took drive. So, um, yeah, that's what I have. Oh, no, I just took a refresh. I didn't. What am I saying? The yeah. refresh. Sorry. I'm oh, bad at this game. Yeah. So I'm going to spend an insight to uh, flip that to a 62. Okay. So not a super amazing success, but a success like, a, a, a you know, a hard, but not super hard. I'm using sure. Cthulhu terms now. Yeah. Okay. I didn't right, impale so, his brain. Yeah. So. Rather than just ask you where exactly you're looking for, are you like, are you trying to get from from him a general? I um, want to know what his deal is with this catchphrase, and if this if they're fighting the exurgent virus or what their deal is with this uh, operations. Okay, with hard you get. Uh, it starts out with the memories that you're pulling from him. Which, by the way, guys, I'll I'll mention this as an aside real quick. Like the way that we can do some of this stuff when you have the actual. Everything that you want, you can actually create like a sim- uh, a simulation and drop it into them. And it's just like, Jeff, like you saw on Altered Carbon, where time can be like sped up and you've spent 500 years on fire or some shit like that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's, but we're just basically just digging up access and memories. Well, that's sort of the thing is like, they're not clear whether it's like Altered Carbon that you're actually torturing people or if you're just taking a hex editor to their brain. Hmm. They don't really make it clear in the book. And yeah. like I feel like 
there's probably a better way than just torturing people forever though they yeah. do clearly do that in some situations yeah so you you st- I'm, a, I'm just starting with memories and stuff like that so it's not like you're interrogating him you know what i mean yeah does that sound does that sound fair that sounds about right uh, okay. I, mean, I don't see why i would okay so with this going back as early as you like going back the way you can you see um you see images of um of a mine revolt huh. that uh, you see um you see the miners turning on one another and attacking them you see you see your the man that you have right now in your possession you see him running and fleeing and you see him being pulled away i mean not him being pulled away him like you're running you're running and then all of a sudden there's bev he he pull he pulls him in he um you see, uh, you see a, a scene of him talking with Bev, and Bev saying, "I was in the fall. I, I was a medic. I've seen this. I know what it is. This is, this is an insurgent. We got, we got to do something. We got to do something." You see Bev and a bunch of people going into this big room filled with mist and mist. It looks like mist, but it's huh. with. I'm saying for our benefit, it's a mist. Like it looks like mist, but that's it's nano. Yeah. Huh. Okay. Uh, with a large black obelisk uh, in the center. Okay. Oh, that that can't be good. Yeah, I don't know why he thought this was a good idea. You see, you see them trying to destroy it. You see, you see him. You see them sealing it off, and then the rest of the footage as you go, you see them just circumventing. Sorry, selling it off? No, they're well, sealing. Oh. They're sealing. They're, they're sealing. Yes. Sorry. It's quarantine. I understand. You see, as they work through, and you get, and as you go through the memories, you see, you know that the confessors—that's the key that they discovered. Like, if you're infected with the exurgent virus, and they give you the key, and if you respond, that's just a tick that comes with this particular strain of it here. And for the most, the confessors have been for a while. The quarantine worked, but now it, it seems that the the effect. Is going further and further and further from the original zone, and it's just like, and for example, the guy that they pulled in had been affected by it, and like they cycle, they just patch him up, cycle surgery him, and send him back out, and all the while trying to dissuade people from getting close to the X-ray. Hmm. So doing our work, kind of. Yeah. Okay. So does this give any clarity about what might have happened to Uchi? Uh, hope. Hopefully, I didn't get infected. Well, odds are good. <laughs> you don't. Uh, you don't see you in any of the footage. Don't want to think about that. Oh, <laughs> uh, huh. uh, yeah, this kind of sucks. Uh, all right, well, um, maybe uh, maybe they got me by mistake. There we go. That's a good idea. <laughs> it wasn't me. Yeah, I feel like I would know better than to walk into a misty room in the future. A misty room with an obelisk in the future. <laughs> or anytime. Yeah. <laughs> me in real life. In, oh, me in real life. I, I'll do it differently in. next time I said as I walk towards the misty obelisk. Yeah. Me, me in real life, I was walking in, into misty, misty obelisk rooms. <laughs> like, I, I, I don't, you guys can't see if I'm in my, my bedroom, you know, misty, full of obelisks. <laughs> So again, one in each corner. I, I didn't want to yeah, tell you yeah. about that cult that I started, but <laughs> oh, oh uh... so you go this route, and I'm sitting oh, yeah. there thinking about the champagne room in a strip club or something like that. <laughs> I don't know how my head went to that. 
There are no obelisks in the champagne room. <laughs> no obelisks in the champagne room. <laughs> Just see a video of that guy shaking his head like, nope. <laughs> that would be amazing. Uh, Wipe your mind first. Got to clean your mind. <laughs> so, what do you do? What do you guys? I I keep saying I must apologize. I always use. I try. To, I'm not really good at using general neutral. I call everybody man, and I call everyone guys and stuff like that. So I do apologize for all this. Just in my vocab, I'll thing. fix it. You folks, how are y'all gonna handle this? Uh, y'all ready for this? Narrator, he wasn't. So this was just the journey through his memories that you saw all of this. Yeah. Do we? I want to go to the mind. I want to go to the obelisk room. Why? Because it's the source. I mean, I can't really die got nothing to lose i i feel like we should just not like uh, i seems like we're gonna get in trouble with this one like uh there's a big evil obelisk we don't have a rocket launcher mm. i feel like that's what i want to fight the big evil evil obelisk uh, can we get the map on the um on his memory can like can we figure out where that obelisk room is just just for you know knowledge sake not because <laughs> we're totally gonna go there uh, yeah. asking for a friend yeah uh, yeah, yeah. It's like asking where your drug dealer is. Like, not because I want to buy drugs. No, no. I just, yeah. you know, just curious, you know. I just want to know so where he's at. Can you give me the hookup on that obelisk room? So, okay. I'll say, with you working as this, I would, I would do this. And if you could give me a, um, if you want to perfectly map everything out, I want a hard uh, check on this. Can, can they help me with this? Yeah, I'll help. Get, get in that I, I, brain. I, Sell me on it. How how would you do that? I'd I'd pipe the uh sim sim sense sim stim the sim stuff to their brains with uh via the use of not actually TACnet but just because brains do this in the future. Okay, so we're establishing like a local network. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. I'm just trying. I, I think I understand a yeah. way that it would work. I'm just trying. I mean, to a land party. <laughs> let me let me do some file sharing with you. <laughs> Oh, it's my for that. We just met. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So if you could do this for me, then if one of you all can, you do the hacking to get the film going. And then I want somebody to row something to be a cartographer. Well, with, all my, with all my nautical knowledge, I would think I would have a pretty good understanding of how maps work. Cartographer. Well, here's what I'm thinking. You like both, uh, both, both of you have um, survival. Just, yes. And I would, I, maybe I'm reading the skill wrong, and you know, y'all can at me. Wait, I don't have a, fa- a, a personal account for my Twitter, so you can add at RPX. I will. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, give me a, give me the psychosurgery role, and then you succeed it. And like, like I said, I kind of want it to be a harder check because this is kind of a bigger deal. So I think there's a thing in here for harder checks, but I will say. God, this is where I wish I knew the rule system a little bit better. That's uh, why so we're playing. That's how we learn. All right, I said hard was ne- okay. So you got a negative twenty is an impediment. There's a chart. There's a chart here I'm looking at. So if you can make that uh, psychosurgery with uh, a negative twenty, then they can make the uh, survival check to see. Okay, psychosurgery to package it to something other people can watch. Yeah. 
All right. Let's see here. I've got that at 80 minus 20 is 60. I get an 11. That's a crit. Woo! Uh, no, it's crit 3366. But yeah, you you. No, I thought it was. I thought doubles were a crit and 3366 oh, right. were. Um, they got too many numbers in this thing. That's what I'm saying. The 3366 doesn't need to be there. Oh, Crits the were... Achilles heel of gaming. Too many numbers. Yes. Oh, God. You, that's yeah. beautiful that you got an 11. Delta so. Green stole, their, stole the doubles rule from Eclipse Phase. And it was really good. Okay, and ot, ot, double odds is always a critical success to answer so. your question. But rolling a 99 is always a critical failure. Yes. Okay, so yeah, you wrote a critical success. So folks, go ahead and see if you can, you know, with it being a critical success, give yourself a, give yourself a plus 10 to your survival. Wow. Help me with some cartographing. All right, so plus 10 to our rule. So it's a minor boost, yeah. Okay. So Jeff, are we rolling at the same time or um am I am I there? I wasn't aware I was if there. Oh no, it's just me. You're always there. It's the future. Yeah, I thought I'm sorry, you brought the body there, Jeff. I'm sorry. I left yeah, you. I thought we reconvened. Yeah, yeah, okay. we definitely reconvened. I, 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 I just step away there for a moment, so I may I may have missed that. It's, it's, it's okay. And while you did, we moved your body. <laughs> okay. Hope you so did you said? Yeah. Yeah. Jeff has got the end of sixty. Yep. I wish I failed that. So, and I've only got forty. Did you would plus ten help you on that, Jeff? Uh, that is a negative. Do you have anything that you can flip it with? Um, what could I flip it with? Uh, let's see here. It's an int skill. That means you flip it with insight. And I believe I spent that last I've time. Got two in insight. You got you got all them insights. So yeah, I'll flip it so that I can get an O nine instead of or an O nine instead of a ninety. Yeah, it's time to get insightful. I'm like, hmm, now that I think about it. You doing you doing the thunk face? It's opposite date. Yes, exactly. I'm thunking. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> like, that's a nine, not a 90. Okay. <laughs> so, thought about it real hard. <laughs> <laughs> that wouldn't have helped me because I had 89. <clears throat> what you know? Oh, no. <laughs> oh, that's harsh. <laughs> <laughs> Well, well, one person made it, so you're in good shape there. But like, if you want, you're always allowed to use your refreshes. You get two a day. That's true. So, I mean, I get... To you know, refresh that, my what, pools, so... Yeah. I mean, use it right Thumbs, now? Time to no, dump in that pool. Yeah. It just, just know that, like, you know, short just charge, in case. if you took, t- like, a 10-minute ride with a body in a car, you could have been playing, you know, Neo Candy Crush. Yeah. And you could have uh, did a short recharge. It does one d six pool points, and you decide how to allocate them. So it doesn't fill everything up. But if you you know you wrote a five sure. and you've spent five of them, it's it's really nice the way to do it because Eclipse phase back last like beforehand, it was a skill that you know you put X amount of points in, and then you could get moxies for like you know certain like instances of good role playing. Is that one of the ways that they used to do it? Yeah, that was one of it. And also, it was also a pool that just recharged. So, yeah, if you want to, like, in a few, I would have let you rewrote, like, road that and then done that. Oh, I, I probably would have, have, would not have tried it because, I mean, only, I've only spent one point out of the pool. Yeah. So you're fine. Just, you're, you're yeah, more, me too. That was my first point. You're a, you're the physical one. We yeah. got bigger and flex. So. Yeah, I got more bigger. So, yeah, you folks with, um, with excellent critical success, you know exactly where it is. You can Let's go totally not find it. Well, wait, uh, how, uh, where is it? It's in the mind. It's, okay. uh, if you're so frosty. insightful. 
So, well, I'm, I didn't mean to be a dick when I said that. But if you, if you were crossing, <laughs> no, I was just laughing about my role. I'm like, that's what a nine gets me. <laughs> Uh, with um, with with the map, you can see that it's a part to see it's off the grid or somehow killed from it. So you can overlay what you've done with what you have to get. What a, I want to know, Adam, I've I've got a demolition charge. Uh, how hard is it going to be to vent that area to space? Can can I breach <laughs> the outside wall and blow yes. the obelisk out into space? Yes, that's the whole point of the adventure. What is a good skill for you to check your knowledge of explosives with? Not knowledge of explosives. Some uh, I don't actually. I don't have no knowledge of explosives. I don't know anything about them. I only use them yeah. to hold people up. I more mean. Um, um, I do. Like, I do have knowledge comet miner. Yeah, that that's what we need. That's exactly what we need. We have now turned this into um, what's the Bruce Willis movie where they're all rig miners? Armageddon. Armageddon. Yes. Yeah, we need to Armageddon this. It's a good. That's point. exactly what we're doing. And we I need Aerosmith. Exactly. <laughs> I was just cueing the Aerosmith. That was right on time. Yeah, you should you should take a, a refresh before you um before you use the comet miner because like that's I feel like we need to not screw this one up. Mm-hmm. Comet okay. miner. Comet miner at fifty five. Yeah. You Jeff, you do realize that we're gonna like so we have an explosive. We're going to need more. <laughs> To do that successfully, but for now, I just want to know if it is possible and how is, how with, much with, it takes. with more more explosive. Yes, with more explosive. Yeah. So he, a he does more make it. Or, or a small small amount more. Reading one second. You you're, you guys are on the reservation. I mean, this is this is an option. Let's see. <laughs> is that the sound everybody makes when they're looking up shit? Like, no, <laughs> no, you're good. <laughs> It's entertaining to me if that helps. You'll need X amount of explosive units. I, I'll say that you can you can get that amount, but it doesn't particularly say. And I, I, just, and I know just, one charge isn't going to do it. Yeah, yeah. You could get more easily. I mean, you've got connections. <gasps> Are we going to do a shopping montage or an acquisitions montage? Explosive buying montage. Montage. <laughs> it's like collect all the bombs. <laughs> had a montage. <laughs> just like plucking them everywhere at like an Easter egg hunt. Like found one here, got another one, and put another one in my basket. Well, the thing <laughs> is, like we don't have any money, so Jeff, you're gonna need to just start punching at that rock until you get through. Okay. Cops won't help you use your fists. I think hydraulic legs. I can. I can probably manage. <laughs> Actually, probably could, but I'm sure that's not what you do here. Be like Doctor Who and uh. That diamond. Uh, uh, yeah. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Okay. So yeah, like I, so you can you can acquire an appropriate amount of explosives to do what you want to. Sounds great. So how hard would it be just to steal some? Oh, I already was. I don't know oh, what you okay. guys are doing. Oh, nice. Good job. <laughs> I was just going on a quote unquote Easter egg hunt. <laughs> But oh, okay. Finding things. You could also do like you know do a rep score. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, you mean instead of like compromising all my values as a police officer? Sure. Yes. I have a I have a rep of forty for our rep. That's research. Oh, research. Never mind. I've got a. So what am I looking for? I have an at and an on. You have an at rep of fifty. That's what we need. Yep. What's at rep or d rep? Anarchist. Oh hell yes. Anarchist. So that's that's me doing the the Easter egg hunt. 
C-Rep is Civic, so that's Consortium Morningstar. Also, let's think about it. A cop with an at-rep. Yep. And a decent one at that. Yes. G-Rep is triads and gangs and stuff like that. Yes. That's another option. None of us have that. Nope. (laughs) I don't think so. Almost like. Just keeps coming up. (laughs) Can our audience fill in the blank? These character sheets suck. All right, so here we go. You may use rep scores to acquire information, gear, or favors from others in your social network. To do so requires time and appropriate favor. Row rep scores, same as you would skill. The type of favor you're asking may impact the test. The GM decides whether uh, the favor rates trivial, minor, moderate, or major. So were you wanting to go do the anarchist? Were you wanting to do at rep? I tell you what, I've got an rep of 50. Can I acquire a bunch of uh, chemicals from uh, mine researchers? Yeah, I'll say that yeah, you can. And then, and then uh, and, uh, what is it? Svafa could use her uh, at rep to get those processed into uh, explosives. Because mm-hmm, I know people. Yes. I mean, that does make sense in my line of work that I would come across, like people who know how to do these things. I also think that it probably would also make sense if you wanted like, to, you know, there's probably anarchists that are working as miners, right? Yep. You could probably just save yourself one check and just see if you could do an at rep, see if you can find some disaffected um, individuals that are willing to smuggle some stuff out for you. <laughs> we can do yeah, that convert them to the cause. Not, not to knock your... I mean, your plan worked out great and stuff like that. Well, I'm all about one less check. That's fine. If it works, sure. So you're getting on your social networking. You have uh, Facebook. Yeah, you're going on Facebook, Facebook, and um, reaching out for any anarchy. I guess. How would you do it? Tell me this. I won't tell you how it happens. You tell me. So um, I think the universal currency of um camaraderie is like cigarettes and other light drugs so um you know i as we make our way back down into the mines and i find people you know quote unquote on their breaks i i start offering to see um and then when um they ask you know if i've got a light i say um yeah so like i I establish camaraderie uh with the people who i know can work with explosives Mm. Okay, so uh, yeah, this is since you're trying to get. Uh, okay, what is your at rep at? Let's see. I'm at fifty. You're at fifty. Okay, so if you're wanting to get a couple of charges and stuff like that, okay. So I will say that this is a moderate kind of favor. So basically, what you're going to have to do is you're not getting any modifications for or against. So you just need to roll below fifty. All right. Let's see. I did. I rolled a 43. Nice. 43. All right. So this is, with it being a one shot, you know, these are disposable characters. So <laughs> you don't have to worry about like things like that. What are you trying to say? <laughs> no, I was going to say, I, you usually got to offer something that's like, or a mm-hmm. favor or do this at another. So what you've kind of worked out is this. Um, yeah, I'll hook you up. That's a nice looking morph you got there. Oh no! Oh no! No, no! Like I tell you what, the the trade is if you're willing to accept it. Like I'm, I'm getting ready to get off this shithole myself. I don't want to like this guy's just in a, one of those real shitty Sith morphs with his you know little robot running around. Like if you will 
at the end of the, when, when you do finish doing what you're doing, if you will let him go ahead and take, uh, take your body to swap out charges for the morph, which yeah. you know. sure. I mean, it, do you, am I really that attached to my body? Not really. I, I don't think I am. You got it two days ago. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I, I know that I'm going to swap out of his real quick because yeah, that's a piece it, of shit, but. You could either ride back in a Ghost Rider mod or you could pretty much be in the piece of shit mod. Could I piggyback on y'all? Well, I mean, I'm not sure. The, the clause takes effect when we leave, so. Yeah, so we, nobody's going to ride out in anything. We'll just be needle cast out. Yep. Oh, right. you, did, you did take a ship in, so. You know, oh, that's right. Oh, I forgot. It, you know, and this is just, I was wanting to give an example of how it worked. Like, probably if I wouldn't have asked for anything as extreme, if this was actually in a campaign or a multiple session kind of game, what I would probably end up doing is, yeah, you're going to be asked to do a favor. So you're going to have to go on like a side mission for the anarchists and stuff like that. Uh, that's just an example. Right. That would involve like some role playing. <laughs> yeah. So with this right there, since they're, these, like I said, they're disposable, we'll just say that that's kind of the deal. And you're like, this thing, fuck it. <laughs> Yeah, basically. <laughs> like, if they could have afforded it and all that, like, if it wouldn't have been that big of a deal for your cover, you could have just forecasted in there into a Sith Morph. Yeah. Right. Anyway, so I agree to the terms. Okay. So you all have explosives. Nice. I really just traded them for cigarettes, you know, and my body. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds weird when we say it like that. I do apologize. Well, you know. <laughs> Let's see. Okay, I'm cool. So what are you guys ready to do next, or folks? I think we should uh do a spacewalk and um Ooh. get 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 to bombing, which I, I say us, but I, I really just mean uh Amal. Sorry. You mean the one that you mean one of us that doesn't have to breathe? That's the I- one. <laughs> and one of us that actually knows how to work a demolition charge, though technically I, you don't, because you know you what know. inspired this confidence is watching you push around a dumpster. Yep. Yeah, well, actually, there's no trouble. I may have missed. Like, what we'll, we'll is like you for you to do the charges right, you're going to have to get access to the area, not exactly the room necessarily, but like the you adjacent know, bl- room. Bl- no, I wanted charges to blow specifically from the outside in. Okay. Well, I did agree to this earlier. So, yeah. I mean, I can, I can, I can use my rep and get more charges. I just no, it's not. <laughs> no, it, it's not. It's not that. No, no I mean, cool. I, I mean, I do have comic minor knowledge. So I should, I would think that. I mean, I know how you would just have to drill little holes here and there and put charges in, and then you know, uh, destroy the structure and in, words out. Yeah, the one thing I don't want is to be in a room with a, an obelisk with an, an evil, uh, you know, nano swarm. Yeah. That's that's a uh, on my okay. list of achievements. Yeah, we'll just blow a hole in, in the room and uh, set it completely free everywhere. It'll be great. Well, free into space. How free is space? Yeah, nothing's out there. Ideally, okay. <laughs> or at least won't be after. I, I don't want to think of horrible space squid swimming out there. Mm. <laughs> well, I did agree to it, so let's go with it. <laughs> yes, and <laughs> you can you can say that there are there's hazards in doing this plan too. It's just a different yeah. hazard than being in the same room as you know evil nanoswarm. Like that's otherwise we just go in there and shoot it. Okay, so yeah, if you want to go for the big the big run on this, that's fine. Big kaboom! If you'd like, we could just disassemble it, disassemble out the wall, and then drop the explosives in whatever is remaining remaining of uh, you know holding it in there. That's fine. Like. You know, it's kind of a, it's it's set up as like a honeycomb. 
kind of huh. stuff like that. And it's more, well, I, I'm sorry if I didn't make it clear earlier too, but the asteroid is just mined out. It's just, it's a honeycomb habitat. Kind of I, I got like it. Evil bees. I understand. <laughs> yeah. Evil bees. So, and the way I was thinking of it too, is it wasn't exactly like on the outside of the asteroid where you just blow that one part. I'm so, but so yeah, if you want to navigate through the mine, like not go near it. I mean, I'm totally fine with that too, without it being a spacewalk or anything like that. If you just want to transverse the mine, lay it around the perimeter of where that area is and just blow it out. That's a okay. I'm all it's you. I'm not trying to push you toward a conflict. I just want to point out. So I, I can blow it off from either outside or inside. You're saying, correct? Tell you what, I'll make it fair. If you if you blow it, it's harder if you do it on the outside than on the inside. Hmm. I, then I suggest we do it from the inside. <laughs> if it's harder to, from the outside. Yeah, but the whole point was to not uh, go like go into. Well, the room. I think he's saying that we don't. Uh, he's he's saying that you don't have to go into the room specifically. You can you can uh-huh. arrange them around yeah. the room. Is that okay. what he's saying? Yeah. Yeah. So. Like around the perimeter of you don't even have to go inside the room. I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. That, okay, as long as that yeah, was clear. The yeah, way that I between the two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just don't. I don't think there's a clear access. The way I have it, I've always had it visualized in my head. It's like it's not like you're going to the center of the asteroid or anything like that, but you can't easily access it by going from the out in. You're going to have to start at the end and go. You know. Okay. On one side of it, on the other side of it, and just kind of blow it out like that. You, you just, you just seen, you're just really saying it's hard to, to hit the uh, location yeah. inside from the outside, but it's pretty easy to shoot outwards and get to the surface. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's le- yeah, it's going to be uh, you know more forgiving on the inside. Makes sense. So, are you guys doing good on time, by the way, folks? Are I am. Yeah, we're still. It, it's still decent. It's I'm ten good. o'clock on the east coast. Um, so yeah, if I can, uh, I guess I uh, if there is an open space above it, or I should say, open space between it and the exterior surface. Uh, start placing charges there. Yeah. I'm kind of thinking, you know, I can blow holes uh, between the chamber it's in to the exterior, okay. if at all possible. So we see, and it may not that may not even need to have a straight line. This the vacuum should draw through, hopefully. Okay. Physics. So as you go through here, let me go ahead and hit this part right here real quick. So is that's that's the plan. So are you going in alone or is the entire team going in with you? Uh, I shall consult the entire team for that. I thought the plan was that you were the, like we were going to somehow secure the ship to try to exit while all of this was happening. Or I guess I just assumed that since the whole yeah. like lack of oxygen thing. We've got... Um, well, there's there's different coordinates. I have thrusters too. So even if I get out, sorry. No, it's fine. I'm just gonna say, like, there's pockets in there that has atmosphere, and there's pockets in the asteroid that don't have atmosphere. Everybody's got a back suit. Okay. So it, you could traverse it and not worry about you know dying because there's no oxygen or anything like that. And then since you've got thrusters, well, you could like pick yeah. us up. Yeah, I could. I can. I can maneuver pretty well. All right, I trust it. What do you think? Kyle. Oh me? Yeah, I've, I, I'm. I'm down for whatever. Uh, I feel like this one is on Jeff because he's taking the most risk here. <laughs> I'm just, I'm not, I'm not a shooter. So uh, I don't know. That's all. We're just going to um, be cheerleaders. <laughs> and, and I do have my gun and the ammo for it already too, correct? 
Yeah, you have you have ammunition, yeah. so you. It's a real gun, so it doesn't matter. But I don't think it matters for a uh, modern uh, firearm, anyways. But um, yeah, we, we, we got two, back, we know? got a real gun, and we got a real pistol, and you also have a sun baton and yeah. a freeze gun. Yeah, I'll take the uh, freezer at least. And you've also got uh, the rail assault rifle. Yeah, I have that built into your arm. I thought. Yeah. Uh, I don't think it's built in my built into me, but I, I do have it. Oh, yeah, it's either or. I mean, it. I think it is actually built into you, but uh, it's just two handed. That's all. That's the only thing I'm. I'm thinking I still have to hold it. It does. Two, you, two of your hands. <laughs> yeah, two handed. <laughs> it's, like, it's like Ash with two chainsaws. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's why I thought if I had the next uh, model up, that the, the compartment that usually holds a pilot, I can always put a gun in that. Yeah. But, um, so yeah, so we got uh, everything divvied out there, I guess. So basically, okay, as you go, you've got to go to the mine to get to the access point. You're not sure. going. You're not going straight there, and so forth. So give one second. All right, so going in, it's fine. You're not seeing anything as you go um, deeper and deeper, following the path that you had. You've plotted out now you know that's because of the psychosurgery checks that you've made and the survival of mapping everything out you get a pretty good idea you start to pick up um tangent nano like you start picking up um signals let's see hold on how this word you you run into you, you start picking up a tangent nanobot set to respond to the firewall communication channel so basically, it, as you're going through, as you're going in the mine and you're following the path, you start getting pinged like digital breadcrumbs. Like you, you're starting to find nanobots that were placed just to hit, to send out on the firewall frequency, stuff like that. So you don't find it in the beginning, but as you start transversing the path, it will take you. If you want to go to the obelisk, or in your case, you're wanting to go to the other pockets of it um, above it where you can blow it out into space and stuff like that. You know, you're starting to pick up these breadcrumbs for lack of a better term. It's been okay. Okay. Like what he's saying is that there's been another firewall agent here before and they've been leaving these little tags. Mm-hmm. Um, are these to detract me then? No, it's, or, it means that someone else has been here before you. Okay. Probably the other me. <laughs> so as you keep going deeper into here, you, you know, you keep on the path. They keep going right along, going along with it. You uh, let's see trails deeper into asteroid. You go through. You make it to an airlock, and you do see that it is listed as being privately owned. Hmm. Okay. And can it, uh, can it, does, does it have the ID associated with it? No, it's just it's just indicated as privately owned, as in like spray painted on it kind of deal. I guess you could say nothing fancy, not like okay, game like, mark. Yeah, so you still need to go go through the um, go through that section to keep going where you're wanting to go. So okay. to, if you all want to just keep like you can head in there. There's nothing stopping you. It just says like no trespassing private property. It does say that. Yeah, spray painted. Uh, it might be fun. Um, I'll send a, a nat bot down there if I can. Okay. So I'm assuming okay. I still have the jaw on with me since okay. he can't be anywhere else. <laughs> yeah. So going to kind of crack the door open and then send the the bot in yeah okay no problem the okay so as you keeps going down the tunnel you know it's poorly lit just 
lighting apparatuses installed here and there, you do see uh, you come up to almost like I'd almost call like a, a branch into tunnel in the tunnel system here. You have straight and like if you keep going straight, you're actually going toward the opulous direction and you see a light bobbing down there. And then there's actually the path that you want to take is to the right. Now there's nobody there, but you do see bobbing like headlamp bobbing. You know what I mean? So there's okay, somebody yeah. like down the someone's walking with a lamp. Yeah, it's not, it's not deep sea angler or anything. It's just you, you see the indication of somebody down there mining. Um, but the path I want is to the right. Can I send a bot up there and see if there's anyone else up that way? Yeah, that's fine. Um, if this way has seemed clear so far, I guess I can enter and maneuver up to where you said that the light was actually in the same spot as the obelisk. Yeah, in that in that direction, it's the obelisk from your schematics that you're looking at. It's further. Okay. It's not like they're working beside it, but sure. Um, yeah, but I'll, I'll make my way down to that that branch and then uh, head up the way I want to go. Um, uh, Najal does have two bots, so I guess I can send one out to just make sure I'm not going to run into anyone uh, as I make my way down there. Basically, want to keep an eye. I want one uh, one of the bots going up the way that I want to head another one just being used to make sure that there's not about to come up to anyone who's moved in since that other bot has passed through. So you're essentially using a bot to set up a webcam to kind of monitor yeah. if you go further on up. Uh, what's it called? Magi, I think, from D&D or something. <laughs> or I Arcane just, Eye. I was just thinking of like a century of some source, but yeah, I, I haven't played D&D for 20 years. Whew. All right, so yeah, so you want to keep going on the path? Yep, and then when I get to the path I want to go, uh, keep sending one bot up ahead to make sure it's clear, but then bring up the other one up in the rear okay. uh, to so make sure no, no one's going up behind me. Okay, so as you start going right, um, yeah, you don't see, like, you, you don't get any more pings from the firewall breadcrumb trail. And uh, we'll say as you keep go, as you keep going through this, the bot's not picking up anything. You're not getting any any kind of signals, and it's pretty much clear sailing till you get to the pocket that is going to be near the uh, where you're wanting to do the explosives. Okay. So let me see. So go ahead and uh, tell me what you, how you want to rig this up here. Give me some visuals. So think of it this way: you're in an open kind of cavern that you're going into. So you follow this tunnel into like a, a wider spot. You have no atmosphere. At this point, since you're traversing the exterior of the asteroid almost. So, I mean, it's, you know, this as they keep oxygen in this section. It's cold, but, you know, most of the bots that are working. I don't most care. Of the, yeah. Yeah. Well, you definitely don't care. The others, like, they're in the vac suits and it protects. They're uncomfortable, but it's not to the point of, you know, I'm dying. Kind so of we, like are, we are with him? I thought you were. If you're not. Yeah, because we not. knew we could, we could, you know, ride him like a tugboat if this whole but what are we supposed to do here? You don't have to do anything. If you wanted to hang back at the fork, you can, or outside yes. the mine. Like, I mean, unless unless we're supposed to do a thing, I mean, I'm going to. I kind of felt like we were watching him almost like on a feed. Yeah. Okay, I thought you all were just going with him. So okay. No, I just wanted to know that oh, like, when God. the asteroid dissipated underneath us, that we were going to get caught. Like, okay. That like, sounds... just not floating out into space. Okay. No, you're fine. I was just making sure I understood this. Yeah, I had the impression I was by myself. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> yeah, we're just watching you like, good job. Yeah. Thumbs up. Yeah, good job. Keep going. 
Okay, that's cool. I'm sorry. I got I, when I'm I heard like holding on to the bot, I thought you all were going to be <laughs> like rodeo rodeoing him up there. No, <laughs> only after the asteroid disappears from underneath our feet. Okay, so one second. All right, can you give me an int check real quick? Int? Um, yes. Is that the aptitude check times three? Yes, yeah, so yours would be 60. 54. 54. I'm assuming it's good. Yeah. <laughs> you you know you have to be close because you can you, you feel the pull, so to speak, of the obelisk from what you know. So you hear, like, you don't hear it, but you hear it. You ever had, like, I have tinnitus. Do you have tinnitus? Have you ever had tinnitus? Jim? Yes. Okay. Like, here's the weird thing when you have it as bad as me. Oh, my God, I don't have it today. So, um, <laughs> the way I relate is this. Like, every day of my life, folks, I, I wake up throughout mm-hmm. the whole fucking day. And I, I, I don't think I get it as often as you do, but I, I know definitely what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Mine's, mine's genetics and abuse. Um Oof. But and that's why I love my hearing aids because it actually amplifies everything else and it takes my mind off of it. But it's weird, folks, because yesterday I noticed this and like I don't have it's not bothering me today. And I there, I can count the number of days. I'm going somewhere with this, by the way. <laughs> I can count the number of days on like or probably no more than 20 out of 365 that I don't have ringing in my ears. And it's just a constant companion. And then when I like today and like yesterday, when I noticed that it wasn't bothering me. It's so nice. What what you're going through is the opposite of it, where all of a sudden you 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 don't know how long it was there, but you hear that kind of like thing. But it's not like intense; it's faint. You know what I mean? So you're safe, but your Geiger counter of sorts is going off. If that's a good description of it, hold on. Narratively, he's not set off the explosives, right? Yeah, nearly he needs to do his role right. for this. I thought you might be doing a thing backwards where he has just set off the explosives and he, like he's just not mentioned it yet, but it's like that's what explosives are like. Yeah. Yes, right? <laughs> uh, like we're going backwards. It's like you can't remember anything, but you just set off the explosives and now your head is ringing like a motherfucker. Uh, I'm sorry. It's not that bad of a railroad, guys. That would be kind of cool, though. <laughs> just like, we probably wouldn't even the- argue at that point. Yeah. Skip ahead to the part where you've given yourself amnesia from setting up explosives too close. (laughs) (laughs) The best description I ever heard a GM give was actually Caleb Stokes' game of uh, The Wives of March, if you remember that one there. Oh, I do. Which one? It's it's a Call of Cthulhu game for a scenario, which I would be happy to run it for you sometime if you want, called The Wives of March. But (laughs) like when, when you encounter a big bad kind of thing like that. Like his description was, it looked like, like I mean, he used it like you see a bunch of things in a pill case. Uh, it looks, it reminds you of something in a pill case, but it just looks wrong kind of thing. <laughs> like it, like he gives you like this visual image cue, but at the same time, he gives you this description. that's just enough for you to draw an image, but not enough to where it's like a concrete. So each person kind of thinks, can think of their own thing. I, th- I wish I could find, give you the, verbatim example that's just what i try to do when a gm is um, relate things to experiences and stuff like that yeah um so back on task uh so there's not been an explosion and he's still getting the tinnitus also yeah. he's a robot <laughs> and getting tinnitus yeah so if you want like i said um that's probably transmission that's probably not actually audio is it no 
Oops. even if you even if you cut off your your auditory sensors, it's still there. It's in your head. Son of a bitch. Oh, that's so, bad. So, but you succeeded your int check. I mean, you're picking up on it. You just know that I need to get going. So, why don't you to lay the charges? Why don't you go ahead and give me your cosmic mining skill? Um, negative. Do you have cog? Uh, yeah, I do cog. have cog. Cog is actually. Do you the the refresh? Uh, you, you if you don't, to... you still have flex. Yeah, flex is the catch all. Flex will fill in. Okay, so I can flip that. Yeah. Uh, eighteen. Got him. Uh, so you're. I rolled you're an eighty-one. <laughs> the bot picks up the sentry that you picked up. So you've got this. The bot you pick it up uh, is picking up um, movement coming up from the tunnel with the lights. By the way. Towards me. Yeah. Okay. But, yeah, charges are laid. So you, guys, um, you guys are seeing this as well. So he's up here doing all this. You had the feed of what he sees and the bot and all that. So, I mean, you, you know, augmented reality, this shit's all over your, your vision screen as you wait where you're waiting. And you do see uh, people are coming from where the light was bobbing up that tunnel. And there's several of them. Looks like four. Okay. Um is this the only place I need to place, I need to place charges to get to the exterior, this or is, is there other are other 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 charges I need, I need to start laying? You with your with your success, you have laid everything. Like it's it's going to be up to a row. You've done this part right, so okay. it's going to be. And I actually have it all ready for you whenever you want to do it. But it's a push of a button and a row of die, and like your problems either fixed or fucked. Okay. <laughs> Uh, um, so I guess I will, there's another way out of here other than the way it came in. I'll head towards that. I won't say it's a dead end or anything like that. Like, so you don't want to go, you, like you. Well, there's, there's people heading the way I came from. I don't want to go back towards them. I want to, um, avoid them. Okay. That's fine. Um, Uh, unless there's a way you can send a bot, one of the net bots down there to find out who they are. Uh, but I really don't want to have a, uh, have to deal with people trying to get out of here. I will say this with your nav bot, you're able to like zoom in as far as you can close enough to see that it's Bevan coming up or Bev. Bevan's my fucking governor. Have I called him Bevan all night? No, just I, Bev. I know. Yeah. You can call him Bev. All right. Well, it's Matt Bevan. It's a Kentucky governor. He's an asshole. Blow him up, Jeff. Nope. Blow him up. <laughs> <laughs> but he's trying to take my job. Um, but he is. Piece he of shit. He literally is. <laughs> But uh, so yeah, if you wanted, like, I'll let you traverse the other way. That's no problem. And but like, they're not into your tunnel yet. They're still coming up. You got enough of it, but you know it's Bev's and you know it's trouble. Okay. So you could try to go back, or you can try to go on. And I will say this: like, you're going beyond the range at this point. You're going to be going beyond the range of where you think you like where you know you're going. So it's just going to be a couple of rows to do. You have? I, I just really don't want to. I, I don't want to interact with them. I just simply want to yeah. get out of here. And then uh, I don't even necessarily want to to, to uh, detonate things when they're in the room. Okay. I just want to. I just don't want to have to shoot my way out of here before I don't. Don't leave them time to disarm these charges. Oh no! I mean, if I see them doing that, I'll definitely blow. But I'm not. I'm not, I'm not <laughs> like going to to. Uh, 
I mean, I, I guess it's not the the objective is okay. to wait for the blower them in there. But if they have me in there, I guess I'll blow it. But uh, well, here's here's what I'm here's here's the way I want to like. I think I got it in my head. How I, I just want to shoot, have to shoot my way out of here yeah. and then blow things. I don't believe in putting putting you in a barrel and like. Well, guess what, Jeff? You're fucked. But <laughs> so I'll say this: your character stats. As I go through it right now, I do see that you have um, infiltrate. You well, uh, here's what I'm actually thinking. Um, I'm actually thinking if you could give me a perceive, and if you could also like to go over the map and to kind of guesstimate the way you you're at this point, you're wanting to get out of the blast distance hey, as quick as possible. 60 a.m. perceive. Was that yeah, I'm 60 a.m. perceive? Okay, you made that. What was that, Kyle? I'm at I'm at the front. Uh, I like I'm not where he is. Can I walk up to their uh their you know catchphrasing gate guard? And be like, I need to see Bev right now. <laughs> if you wanted to go try to intercept him. No, I, I mean, I want them to summon Bev back to the front gate. So he's not after uh, not after uh, Amal. Okay, so you're wanting to find somebody. Yeah, I want to per- persuade them to uh, to bring Bev back. In the drunken rage? <laughs> whatever whatever state he's in. No, I mean you. Oh, me, yes. <laughs> but then if you were. I'm yep. angry and I need to see Bev. Are you talking about the person with the headlamp? That, that, that is who the person with the headlamp is, is, isn't it? You don't know. I thought you said it was. I'm so, They're coming from that direction. Oh, okay. But I thought you said with the bot, I knew it was. Oh, you know, it's Bev's. We're all drunk. But here's the deal. <laughs> uh, we'll recap it. It's cool. Here, the scenario is as follows. Like, while, you're, while you're setting the detonating charges, you do see on the bot, you see movement coming up. You zoom in on it enough to see that you, there's four people, Bev's included, yeah. that are, are now coming up that hallway. So we know that it's Bev, right? Yeah, you know Bev's there, yes. Right. So I'm, I'm going to uh, talk to the front gate guard and ask for Bev and say it's urgent. Okay. Let's see. I can make a persuade roll for it. That sounds good. Okay. And can we say that we refreshed in the meantime while, we were, while he was refreshing, I was also refreshing? Sounds um, good to me. Just even if not, I've still got flex, I suppose. Yeah, uh, I'm right. fi- listen, you can use it. It's fine. I get sixty-seven out of. Let me see what my persuade is. You're seventy. It's seventy. Yes, I get sixty-seven out of seventy. That's a super. That's a super super success. You know. Nice. It's an emergency. <laughs> I, I need to see Bev. It's an emergency. Possibly a sexy emergency. You don't know. You get him on the comms. Does that sound good? Uh no, uh, comms are not trustworthy. He needs to be here in person. Comms can get ha- can get hacked. You don't even know, gate guard guy. Okay, so I'm just trying to think of that. All right, so Buzz in there, like you run up, you go up to the one of the people working there, and like I need to get a hold of Bev's, and need to get a hold of Bev's, and need to go by it. now. It's an emergency. Yep. You convince you convince them, like yeah, sure, it's this must be bad. Like you know, of course, Bev's is like the confessors are kind of the like, yay, good guy kind of thing. For the for the people on um, on asteroid, confessors come out and play. Eh? <laughs> so with that with that hard success, he Bevs is talking to them, and then he's talking to you. He's like he he has decided to meet with you if you if you want to meet with him. Yes, I just need to him who to have broken off pursuit of of Amal. <laughs> okay, so has, has that happened? You got to go halfway in. Okay. Okay. So you see one person stay behind on the on the camera footage, doesn't go down the hallway 
or anything like that. But then you see Bev's and two uh, two other miners walk past the camera and go on that way. It'll be a little bit. So we've got them distracted a little bit. They're going. Um, remember when I mentioned like? So you've got you made your perception row, Jeff. Yep. Okay. So you're just wanting to put some distance between you. Yeah. I, I really just don't want to have to, have, like I said, do, do a shootout to get out of here between me and them. That's fine. That's fine. So do you think, it, would that be, I don't think it would be pilot aerospace, would it? That would probably be more athletics, just going what? straight distance. Well, that just would be running. Either free running or free fall, depending. Well, I said zero gravity earlier, so you got free, free fall, fall at seven. You got three free fall 70. Yeah. So nice. give, give me a free fall check. Uh. 34 out of 70 so that's a success that's a you know that's a good one that's the first notch on the 33 thing so yeah you're close enough away to detonate kaboom all right let me find my page oh. by the way i haven't heard from like how's everyone else doing <laughs> i've just been like tracking behind I, i'm not quite as f- close to uh the de- detonation area i'm like about equidistant away from um, Kyle's character as yeah. Jeff is in front of him. So I'm like right. heading to that area, but not not close enough. All right. So Jeff, why don't you roll me a 1d10? Six. Okay, that's good. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> On a one or a two. Kung Young itself fractures, splitting straight through the old port. Wow. I didn't see that coming. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you were going to, like, you almost broke the asteroid. If you'd rode a one or a two, you would have broke the asteroid in half. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not uh, saying uh, that wasn't the goal. Yeah, fracture, so, fracture line. You know, Adam, what do you do when the exterminator's late? <laughs> you blow the asteroid off the fuck up. Yep. Or burn the apartment down. So, yeah, boom like what wasn't destroyed in the blast was definitely like sucked out into space. Yay. So like, do you want to just G everybody GTFO or are you wanting to try to speak to Bev's now? Or do you want to call it a game or like, how, how, how do you want to resolve this? Yeah. What GTFO and send an email later. Yeah. I thought it was GTFO and catch a, catch a ride on uh, the thrusters. Of our spider mech. Absolutely. <laughs> and fly off into space like the magic school bus. That's going too far. <laughs> I will say I will say this, man. Like as soon as you said catch a ride, I just went all the way back to Borderlands now and I got, <laughs> Absolutely. Wanna catch a ride? All right. Scooter man. <laughs> uh Tales of the Borderland was good. I liked it. Yeah. All right. So yeah. We'll say that an epilogue. You get the fuck out of there as quick as humanly possible. Like, <laughs> so you start making your way down, like the like the mine, like going into it. Like, yeah, I'll meet him, and all of a sudden, boom! Asteroid shakes, and you know, <laughs> I guess you Zoidberg back out, <laughs> sand crab. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> You make it to the port. You just—it's just a beeline. You're you're hoping and hoping and hoping that uh, <laughs> Jeff makes it. And we'll say 
you know, you pass through your customs. You've already did. Like, do you try to bring? I assume you get rid of your weapons as your before you get on the. Uh, the They've been uh, installed in art pieces elsewhere, so that you know to be recoverable <laughs> later. I set up a gallery elsewhere. Yes, it's the the most like imagine. Yeah, yes, that is exactly what happened. Okay, so making on board, Jeff. After a few painstaking hours of pins and needles while sitting in the on in the ship waiting and waiting, you finally see our favorite rock lobster or crab. Wasn't <laughs> <laughs> a rock. Mac lobster. <laughs> <laughs> Could it make like the sound that Twiggy did off of Buck Rogers? Maybe that was too deep a cut, guys. Oh no, Twiggy is definitely a thing in our household. Like you know, that was voiced by Mel Bro- uh, Mel Banks, right? The guy who did uh, Bugs Bunny. Yeah, tw- yeah, Twiggy is an entity. <laughs> but yes, yeah, you're you make it back on board the ship, uh, and I guess you take off. Is epilogue wise? Yeah, I guess you report your findings to Firewall. Sure. Yeah. Didn't find out what the fuck happened to Chi. <laughs> no. Wait. Oh yes. I, was gonna, I, I, was, I thought you meant me, me, but no, you mean the other me. The other you. I mean, who yep. cares about that guy? Yeah. He's long gone. We got... He might have been inside that obelisk, obelisk that we just fired off. Probably got obelisk. We gave him We gave him a proper burial. Yeah. <laughs> well, you do... Uh, as you, uh, what's the... You know, I'm trying to remember what your keeper's name is. Your handler. E-L-U-D-E-R-E. Eldare? You lose there. I don't know. We'll just say mm-hmm. your your firewall contact. You pass you pass the information along. They commend you on a, a job well done, though they wish that they could have more confirmation that the uh, exurgent was completely like verified, destroyed, as opposed to we blew it up and we hope it's broke instead of a vacuum it out in space. But well, they- as far as that goes, we could, I know we didn't say it at the time, we could just uh, keep the shuttle stable in space and watch what floats out from the uh, giant uh, hole in the side of the asteroid. And then light it up. <laughs> I wasn't going to say that. I was just going to say observe it. It's, it's, going, it's going into deep space. So the mission ends with, the mission ends with a bit of, like, job well done. Don't, you paid off... Uh, I always called her Marzipan, but that's the character. <laughs> She's made of almond paste. I'm thinking of the one off of Homestar. Homestar. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but like. Mary Posa? Mary Posa, yeah. yeah Marzipan. Oh, God. <laughs> I get that. This is Adam on five beers here. So. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so ends with a bit of uncertainty. You don't know if you've exactly took care of it, but at least the problem's taken care of today. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't have a better epilogue. You, you guys did almost everything you could to avoid the final fist fight at the end, which yep. is totally fine. So, Dust uh, off, nuked him from orbit. So, uh, <laughs> any questions about the scenario or question or comments, anything like that? Because let me go ahead and give you my writer's workshop kind of take on this real quick here. I don't know if you took any of the creative writing courses at college or anything like that, but typically when you workshop a piece, you you know, you get notes. Yeah, you present it in this constructive criticism, and the writer would tell you what they're looking for. The problem that I've had, and this definitely ties in with the tail end of it, like of the three Delta Green games that I've ran in the past two years, of the three of them, 
whenever people get just enough of a hint of, oh my God, there's Cthulhu around the corner, like the big bad encounter that I like that started out and everything, and this is going to be the big gun battle is um, bypassed in some way or another. And I'm not going to knock anyone for, you know, creative role playing. So what I was hoping to do in this, definitely in this last scene was um, I didn't want to force something when there was a way around it and you were being creative, but at the same time, I wanted to at least present the threat of it and present the potential opportunity to, um, you know, have a big shootout at the tail end. So how did that work, man? Did it, like was this kind of a letdown? Like, be honest. Like, was it a letdown, or what? Did it <laughs> I thought it tension? was hilarious. Like, I sometimes I like shooting things off into space and causing explosions over just because <laughs> sometimes I get to the end of these sessions and I feel like we shouldn't be able to beat whatever's at the end of the session as easily as we did. Yeah, you know what I, I mean. mean? And so for me, it's almost more satisfying to be like, nope, nope, we're just going to nope right out of here. And, <laughs> you know, like that seems feels a little more realistic sometimes as to how I would handle a situation like this. Yeah. The Eclipse phase is a game that allows you to be as crazy as you want with your solution. Like you can, it doesn't matter if you die, you can go ahead to the shootout and still kill them later. Yeah, there you go. There's, and if an army of you. Yep. Uh, to steal a line from Bjork. Yeah. But um, <laughs> but it's just like um, in this particular scenario, none of us have gun skills. Two of us have guns, and those guns are not suitable for fighting an exurgent. Yep. I mean, uh, this is sort of like inside knowledge of, about yeah. the game because I've listened to you know the other campaigns, but like a railgun is not going to do it against a nano swarm ever. Yeah. So it's just like I mean, there's there's a solution. Cloud. What? It's like you're shooting at a cloud. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You're shooting a cloud. You're not going to win that one. There's, there's a solution, and it's certainly not to, um, yeah, yeah, to go in with guns blazing. So, so, uh, so if I were to say design a scenario or something that I'm working, if you were designing it, a scenario, you'd come up with something better than this. Or yeah, like, and, and the character sheets, sheets would be better. <laughs> yeah, the character wow. sheets would not be like no one can use guns. Oh, okay, <laughs> and also no one can melee fight. Well, all That's, right. So if I gave, if I gave like, you know, even if it, Delta Green is kind of a funny thing, because I think guns scare people. And I was like, oh, fuck, he's giving us the six seeds. We're fucked, man. We just quit. <laughs> but like, if you give, if I was to give players, like, say I set it up my own characters for this. If I gave you military badasses, I give you a hammer. So every problem you're going to see possibly will look like a nail. Does that make sense? Like to use an adage? Yeah, the default for Eclipse phase is that everyone is at least pretty hammery. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, I sense that. You're, you're, if you're, even if you're not a hammer, you're at least MC Hammer. Yeah. <laughs> whoa, 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 yeah. whoa! Now Hammer, don't hurt him. <laughs> exactly. Please, please can't touch because we just shot it into space, never to be seen again. So, so that's cool. So if you, I, I hadn't even thought about it like this. So yeah, but yeah, it's this. This characters weren't statted out to sustain like. Well, let me give you, let me pull the curtains back a little bit. So if you had kept going the same way, if you hadn't been creative with the checks that you made, and if you went into the mines, yeah. you would encounter Bevs. And there would be, like, unless you handled it, you know, diplomatically of sorts, because I kind of hope to get it across that this guy wasn't necessarily a bad man. It's just, this is. Yeah, I, he seemed pretty cool. 
but yeah, so his is his handling it there. So if you depend on how you handled it and persuasion checks and stuff like that, you know, a fight could break out. Uh, there was bombs laid closer, like he had explosives set up to where, you know, you could walk into a certain spot. Like if you'd kept going, you would have been within blast range. And that, that would probably have been how the encounter would have probably started was you're going down and then boom. Um, then again, he is, you could have actually recruited him to firewall as well. Seems like so there's, you know, different ways to handle it. But yeah, if you'd kept going straight, but then definitely with Jeff going down the hallway by himself and like, well, no, it's in the lamb to the slaughter. But Jeff was the only one of us with combat skill. Yeah. Oh, exactly. It's just, I feel like the entire weakness in this game is the pregens that we're given. Yeah. Like there's, there's one person who can fix this and it's Jeff Uh, or it's the uh, crow without a body. I don't know. Yeah. Well, and that's, I tell you, something else I did in this thing a little bit different. Like, there was once or twice, and I fucked them up every time. But there was a hacker. and oh, yes, like, that's right. That erased us. Yeah. And yeah. there was, in fact, Chi got hacked. And I never told you because you were never in an inconvenient place. Uh-huh. Like, uh, in one of the checks, of course, I you know did it silent. I didn't go. Yeah. But I wrote against you, and I made it. So if you'd actually got into a firefight then I could have just started giving you a negative modifier where you're fighting against being hacked, where you were hacked, and you would have basically have had to, you know, shut off your uh, transmitter. What do they call it? Mesh transmitter? I'm trying, there's a piece. Yeah, mesh inserts. You basically, yeah, you'd have to shut off your mesh inserts, and then you, know, you wouldn't have been in TACnet. So there was a couple things, but to be frank with you, is we kept going, and the fact we didn't have the AI and stuff like that. I did a few of those little things to try to hack you all, but at the end, I just I stopped just because it just seemed like uh, you know, the hacker is kind of a distraction from the exurgent threat. But more than yeah. that, doesn't really matter because I'm not getting into a gunfight. I'm not like I'm yeah. not like I have thirty in guns, so mm-hmm. it's just like no. Oh, cool. <laughs> so, um, any anything else? Any other questions? I, okay. So, how do you guys feel about the new Moxie? The pools? Like yeah, but I, mean, I, don't, I don't know the old one. So yeah, I was gonna oh, say okay, I don't really have a, have a <laughs> reference to compare it to, but uh, it seemed like um, I don't know. What do you guys think? Is it is it better? Is it easier? I like it more. I like it more as well. Here, okay. Let's, re- let's rephrase this question a little bit, and we'll go into Moxie. What do you think of Eclipse's from this experience? So I need to read the source material. I need to read the books. I need to get more involved in this universe as yeah. opposed to just because the, because the mechanics aren't hard to pick up. Like I, I found the mechanics no. pretty easy, which is good. And um, I, sometimes I feel like, it, especially if you're getting into space and technology and future and things like that. So I feel like sometimes the systems can get really crunchy and then yeah. I lose the narrative flavor that I'm looking for the, why I wanted to play a dystopian f- space fiction in the first place. Yeah. So I feel like it actually really honored that. It gave me a really good, you know, like a story that I could I could get into. I want to know like, well, what's the history behind, you know, these, these viruses breaking out? What's the history between, you know, all these things that can go wrong when you sleeve and unsleeve and like, you know, what, who, who's been assassinated by deletion and who, you know, like I want to get into it more. And so I think the more that I'm involved in the world, 
the more I'll appreciate it. But right now, I just feel like I'm just scratching the surface and I'm not really emotionally invested, but it was enjoyable. And the mechanics were simple enough and made sense that once we have actual characters that we care about that are equipped and have reputation skills that we can actually use, and then maybe a gun, <laughs> you know, like, yeah. Yeah. you know, when, once we get a, get away from all our complaints of what our character sheets didn't let us do, we can actually use those as our characters weaknesses, as opposed to just like, being inherently broken you yeah. know like we we can actually play them because i don't i don't need an overpowered character i just need it to be playable and yeah. since we were kind of locked into that you know set of skills it just it was a little i know you weren't trying to railroad us and thank goodness you didn't but i feel like if you had ran the adventure as is it would have felt a little railroady so kudos to you for yeah. being the sangm and not um, not getting too bogged down in like what the adventure wanted us to do. Yeah, thank you, Jeff. I, I'm kind of kind of in line with uh, Laura, where um, you know mechanics are kind of secondary. I, I like the diverse. Um, I've, I mean, I guess transhumanism isn't too new to me, so I, that, that's attractive to me. Not many um, systems or worlds incorporate that, so that's appealing to me. Um, and uh, I'd like to have a, a chance to maybe to create characters and play yeah. uh, a longer. I've already kind of uh, uh, drawn to the arachnoid a bit again. <laughs> nice. I, I just like the the movement uh, available to them where they can you know they can walk, they can wheel, they can they have thrusters too, so they're they're versatile. And that means to me where they can uh, they're not limited to um, how they can get around. I guess. Yeah, I think they walk on ceilings, but I'm not sure. Uh, they can climb. They can hop. Um, I'm not sure if they can climb upside down, but they, I mean, they're they they're they're versatile. Where they can be, they can operate in gravity and microgravity, or I assume even zero g fairly well. Yes. I to to go on to what Kyle was talking about earlier too. The the Moxie system, I really like it just because when I the one game of Eclipse Age that I've actually you know played with the old rules. Um, I mean, once the moxie's gone, it's gone unless like a special occasion. So you have more of these great moments of you know being able to pull off the like Kyle was doing with the super hacking job, but at the same time, like it's more it's got an element of I guess of resource management with the refreshes that you do and stuff like that, which I like that aspect of it. And then Plex. Or Flex, what well, Flex is Plex is a media service. I'm sorry. That one. Uh, Plex, uh, Flex, yeah, Flex. I enjoy <laughs> the fact that it's kind of a catch-all. So if you didn't have Insight and you needed Insight, you have that backup pool. Uh, what would you like to add on that aspect of it, Kyle? Oh no, that that was it. I I, I feel the same as you. Uh, I think Flex <laughs> is the new Moxie, and they're just extra additional skills. And while I thought those were stupid to begin with, they're replacing a lot of the crunchy mechanics that were just a real pain to work with. Yeah. So I understand why they did it. They uh, a, a lot of the stuff that that was a real pain to actually make in character creation is now made a lot easier. Instead of like ten points, they're variable, and uh, are they here this time? I, oh no, I switched bodies. Is now just it's one. You know, it's it's yeah. not a thing that needs to affect multiple categories. And you need, uh, like, you know, to double up on your spreadsheet count just to figure yeah. out 
So I, I like that aspect. Uh, I think it's, I, I feel like it makes the game feel easier as a player, but it also makes it feel easier as someone who has to work with the spreadsheet. So, yeah. Sounds good. And just to add on to that, I think that when it's not in a one shot, it'll feel a little more consequential, you know, Absolutely. and then narratively, it'll make more yeah. sense when we would refresh, you know, because everything's in fast forward in a one shot. So, yeah. So if we ever did do a, a slightly longer adventure, I think that it would be enjoyable to kind of get into because when you have something as limitless as being able to switch bodies and transfer your consciousness, you know, it's easy to get like kind of in God mode, but that really introduces like, like the Moxie gives you a little bit of a buffer. Um, but I do, I do like exploring the limitations of, you know, what we're given. So, yeah. Yeah. It's the scenario, like I've, I've kind of waffled on this before. Uh, the, it's intimidating for, and this game in general has always intimidated me because it's goddamn, there's like 12 books to it. And I mean, <laughs> I like, there's a more like, and I love them. the God, the art is beautiful. Like the morph recognition guy, there's like, like Rim Rimworld, I think that's one. There's like there's just several different books that just elaborate on the universe. And I haven't read them all either, and I'm a big fan. It's right. it's overwhelming for me, and I, the fiction's great. Good God, man! If, if you pick up the Before the Fall, you can download it for your give them a few bones on Drive Through RPG. Nice. Like it's that's kind of helped me run this and get a better understanding of things too. Just reading the stories and the world and all. I mean. It's some of them are kind of fucked up, man, but they're great. But this module just seemed to be very self-contained. Like I didn't like I. It's Eclipse Phase Light instead of Eclipse yeah. Phase. Like yeah. if we had start getting into things where you like started needing to pull up weapon stats and things like that, I would have been fucked. Like <laughs> you yeah, know, I get that. I get that as a new GM, you know, and when you're new to a system, it's yeah. like oh, okay, I want to make sure I don't teach you incorrectly. <laughs> And the, I would basically have had to run upstairs and grab my, I actually had the physical book for first edition. I would have had mm-hmm. to grab it if those things were made available in it and try to include it or try to, if you were going to try to get a different morph, it, you're just kind of, I guess it gives you a good feel for it. it. You, But at the same time, you don't have a badass where you could power through it. So that's kind of, I don't know about that. At the same time, I don't know. I got mixed feelings about the pre-gens, but I like the scenario, if that makes sense. Yes. I like so, the idea of the scenario, certainly. I think the call and response thing was a cool idea. Yeah. Uh, and what it was involved with was good. Uh, I like triads all the time. <laughs> uh, you found you all found most of the things. The only person that you didn't encounter was, um, well, there was, you could have talked to someone from Beijing, but they knew absolutely nothing about this. <laughs> <laughs> there was, um, Chi actually seduced a blogger. <laughs> what? So it, it, <laughs> If, if you well, you remember when I was talking about pictures? I know I mentioned oh. you found pictures, and they were from a like a different odd angle that you were looking at them from. Oh, they're right. like she hooked up with a dragonfly morph. I don't know how it worked. Okay, <laughs> no. just seen, like rescuers down under. It's totally fine. Yeah. Got like a mustache and everything. <laughs> so you could have, if you'd ran into her, she'd actually helped you some, but she would actually been more of a hindrance because she would have. It wasn't a booty call for her. She would have me. Yeah, she would have been like wanting to follow you into the mine, and like she's <laughs> she she would have been a loose end that you would have had to psychosurgery your memory out of her head. Oh no! Oh, that's crazy. That's some bad breakups, man. 
<laughs> it's like it's a- eternal sunshine of the spotless mind, but like yeah. a little more forceful. Or like uh, uh, Arrested Development when they give people a forget me now. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> so it was cool. Well, I'm, uh, I'll, end crazy. Re- I'll end this recording with this. I'm encouraged that you guys liked it. Um, yeah, when the when the second edition rules come out, like in their entirety, I, I definitely want to familiarize myself with it, and I'd really like to babysit myself into this system. Yeah. So sure, sure. Do another like different type of scenario, but I'd like to do another scenario. Hell, when RPPR did this scenario, like did Eclipse Phase for the first time, like it was basically a two hour tutorial that Ross yeah. Payton designed. Yeah. So I, I feel like we kind of accomplished some of that with how rules and roles work so i guess between now and then we'll just kind of familiarize herself with this stuff and uh i don't know there's there's some bigger campaigns out there and there's i mean it's a wide universe we can pretty much as soon as i get the politics of this world figured uh, this galaxy figured out i feel like i could make something in it too yeah and that's the fun of it too is like when you can kind of make it your own because when you're first navigating it's like okay i'm focusing more on the technical rather than the narrative. But then once you've got the technical under your belt, then you can really explore. Yeah. So that'll be fun. I think that'll be fun for everybody. Well, I appreciate it. I'm going to go ahead and end this. And so this is RPX. Thanks for sticking with us. Uh, (laughs) We uh, may have drank a little bit, but I hope it was enjoyable. (laughs) A little bit.